All right, when I invited Davis to come on the show tonight, it was to do a check-in on our main event team. I did not realize at the time it was going to turn into Taysom Hill Week, and now I am massively regretting this. Pat Fryer Helmo. <laughs> Anita Hanjob. Fix your sight. Jamar. Alpha play chase. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Canarius Tony? You can't handle the heat. He looks like we're finally at this point. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Davis, you... You know that you're just dumping on the public, right? You bought Taysom Hill stock super low. It went to the moon, and now you're yeah. fucking cashing out, and you're dumping on the poor people who have fab money to spend. Saddest right day now. of his life, Pete. <laughs> I mean, Pete, you know that you know that in the the uh, the, the token gated part of the ship chasing Discord, we we have this ongoing bit where you can cash out on your best ball takes, right? So it's like you want to you want to cash out on your uh, your fade of of Adam Thielen. Okay, you can cash out. For $150, if we're assuming the starting stock is $100, what could you cash out draft Taysom Hill in every draft in, in Best Ball Mania 3 4 right now if the starting price is $100? Bucks? Like, it would be it would be insane. But I mean, very fortuitous that he does happen to be a free agent on ship taking a week where we have Darren Waller on by with a hamstring injury. Would you cash him out if he was? Absolutely not. No, this is this is like oh, Taysom Hill's like, right. yes, you would. I'm writing. I'm, yes, you no, would. I'm, Dude, no, sell the it. top, Davis. Sell the fucking top. Here's here's the thing. As we all know. Would you list him, of- Davis? Would you list him at your dream price? <laughs> no, no. I would maybe, First I would maybe, I mean, very, very similar to the title hero, I would maybe <laughs> list him for a price that I would never imagine him selling for and wake up to watch some poor sap <laughs> giving That's me life to money. That's what's going to happen tonight. That's what's going to happen tonight. Poor saps are emptying the clip tonight on this guy because of you, Davis. <laughs> Here's the thing to be, to be, to put my serious fantasy analyst hat on. I did, I did put a backwards hat on for the show. This is what I would say. Tight end scoring is about as bad as it has ever been. I mean, even including George Kittle, uh, you know, useless Darren Waller, useless TJ Hawkinson, one good game, useless Dalton Schultz, back-to-back games, zero receptions, useless. There are no tight end scoring points Keep outside going. of Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey. Uh, I guess if you drafted David and Joku, you're you're feeling good, right? That that's like, kind of like the one. Albert I mean, o, to be honest, Albert O, useless. Albert O, the most useless player in the history of of, of fantasy football. So the answer was you, Tyler Higby. It was. Uh, you were on that crane. You were on that crane. Higby, Higby, uh, Higby was an incredibly good call by my friend, Mister Crane. It's so gross. But it, so it is – but even with the Higby thing, it's like, okay, you, you got 14 points. Like, congratulations. Yeah. I'm giving my cap to you. But it's like Taysom, I mean, he's going to have certainly three more games where you start him this year where he records uh, sub one point probably. But he also probably has multiple 20-pointers left as well. And that's the thesis. The reason – I'm only interested in it on our team is because we do have Waller. We're on by. He could miss a couple weeks. But Ben, talk talk some sense into this. I mean, I'm I'm already exhausted from this Taysom Hill I, I mean, putting. I don't know. This is the most unique situation in the world. I do think last week is like I mean, you made the point earlier, Peter's role hasn't changed a bunch, and it really hasn't. They they 
had Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry out, and then Chris Olave got concussed, and then they went negative 18% pass rate over expected. They had a 36% pass rate in like a shootout. And that was the fifth lowest pass rate for any team in any game all year. It was lower than any of Chicago's pass rates. It was lower than, I mean, it's just incredibly low pass rate, right? And it's sort of a hot hand thing. He's he's balling. They just keep giving him the ball. He has a that's, that's that's a good point. I mean, he, he did get that great fumble recovery on special teams. So you got to reward that grit. And effort. <laughs> he hits a sixty yard <laughs> so TD run. It, it wasn't just a script situation and the really pass heaviness, but he also hits a sixty yard TD run. I mean, that was like. How about how about you have to fade every element touchdown. of that particular how about the game? Passing touchdown to Troutman. I mean, that was the more <laughs> right. egregious one. <laughs> right. Where it's like it's like two tight end eligible players linking up for a touchdown. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what his act like week one, he had like 18 points. So now he's done it twice in four weeks. I don't I don't think he's gonna have multiple more 20 point games, but I think he'll have multiple more TD scoring games where he gets to like 12 or 15. How many more but how many starts does he have? He's thrown one pass and he's caught one pass. And he's, he hasn't run for more than, like, I think it's, like, what, eight carries this week was his season high? I mean, you're talking about, like, six to eight carries. Are you are you at all, like, does it enter into your analysis that it seems that everyone for the Saints is dead this week? That Mike Thomas, Jarvis Landry, and Chris Olave are all not practicing this week? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that helps him. That factors yeah. into yeah. it, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Hey, I want to go around the panel. Rest of season, who would you rather have? Straight up points, doesn't matter when they come. Great, Wait, but it does matter when they come. I, I, you have to start yeah. this player. This is a <laughs> no, season-long no. league. You have no, to no. start them. True, true. No, it doesn't I also, matter. I also do want to say that I do think Davis made a really good point that, like, tight end scoring is so bad that anyone who can score a touchdown matters, right? Like, and so I, I do think I, I've started Albert O in multiple leagues that cost two thousand dollars in her. So I'm I'm really <laughs> I'm really pretty comfortable taking a zero at tight well, end if need be. You also spent the entire offseason saying Greg Dolchich was a false flag operation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Buddy, <laughs> he was not out, turns was out real I got turns out turns out that Ben Albright was the smoking man from the X Files and that was actually but <laughs> he was double reverse false flagging me into thinking that Albert O existed. <laughs> Hey, yeah, oh, let me. Man. Sorry, I didn't. I I got bogged down in framing my question wrong. Who would you rather have? Let's go around the panel. Weeks fifteen through seventeen. Greg Dolchich or Taysom Hill? You can only start one. You can only have one on your roster. You're locked into them on your roster. And we're choosing now. We have to choose right now. Dolchich. Literally insane. <laughs> the, the, Bron- <laughs> the Denver Broncos have four passing touchdowns in five games. Hang on, hang on. We know Davis's answer, Pat. I mean, I, I, that's a pretty low bar. He's a rookie tight end. There's always the chance that maybe, maybe Taysom's a starting quarterback for even one of those weeks. So I, I will still say Taysom there. Two v two, Dolchich. I I have been I have been even turned into a Dulcich guy. I'm like I'm like telling Liam we got to drop guys for Dulcich. I I have Dulcich in more main events now than I do Albert O because I dropped Albert O in every league where I had him. But it's like come on, they, I mean <coughs> the thesis we had for the Broncos right. has clear, clearly been proved. Wrong. Yeah, the, the Broncos stinks. You can lock it in right now, weeks fifteen to seventeen. Taysom Hill or Kyle Pitts? Oh God, Kyle Pitts. Man. So. Okay. Thank God, thank Davis. You. I was you were thank gonna you. ruin me. <laughs> We've established the bounds of this conversation. So that's <laughs> you, you guys, you guys laugh. I literally think I would rank Tyson Taysom like tight end seven for the rest of the season. 
Well, that, at least he's a at least he's behind Kyle Pitts. That's what. What I'm about Higby? About. Higby or? It, I think Higby. I think Higby is the line. I think I, I. No, par Parham already. Hawkinson. Eat. Pa, pa, uh, okay, tight end eight. You're right. I take Hawkinson. Davis, okay. how much of your thesis is obviously if he gets a quarterback start, it's the smash of all smashes. How much if he doesn't get? If you knew for a fact he was not going to get a quarterback start, so it was just going to be these gadget touches, how would you feel about him? Or is it the baked-in upside of the QB start that gets you really going? I mean, to be honest, a month ago I would have said I'm not interested in him at all without the baked-in quarterback stuff. I would have said that is like 98% of the thesis or whatever. But after watching what they've been doing with him, I mean, you got to get batters a lot less, right? It, I mean, certainly for specifically for contests where you win a million dollars to first place, I don't really think that there is another player in the pool who offers like the barbell upside that he does. But I, I still think there is a non-zero chance Taysom's on like the winning main event team without ever starting a quarterback for the Saints. I just don't see that. It, I mean, it's tight end it's, premium. Well, it's probably which Kelsey. Is, That's which is not is good Kelsey. for ta- – it's tight end premium, which is not good for – for Taysom Hill. Cause like even you go look at his game long, even some of these games are like, he had a rushing TD in week four, he got 8.1 points and like in tight end premium. That's not like, that's fairly easy to get right. Tyler Higby's getting that in one drive. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I think, I think his, I mean, you look, like you said, he missed week three because of the ribs before that his rush attempts were four, three and five. And you can't even you can't dock his touchdown expectation because he has a huge <laughs> role in the red zone. But like, I guess what I push back on, I think the irony is I kind of like Taysom Hill's floor. I think the ceiling is a fucking mirage. That's that's I, I mean, but either way, right? Either way, it works for these teams because so many of us are so dead at tight end. But you're yeah. talking about the million dollars and all this. Like, is he that big of a help in the three week contest? Like you're going well, up against he, a lot he, of Kelsey so, teams and a lot of Andrews teams this year. But if he so if he has one of these miracle Taysom games, just happens to have one of these miracle Taysom games in, in a random distribution weeks 15 through 17, you have gained up a, a massive leg up. And I would assume Taysom is not going to be started by that many teams by then, because I assume uh just pretty much every Kelsey team is just automatically going to advance to the championship round the way scoring looks right now, you know? So I mean, like, guys, I can be reasonable. I don't, like, he's not going to be the guy who wins you a million dollars, but he might be one of the guys who wins you a million you got, dollars. But see, Davis, I want, you deserve the best ball victory lap. It, he has yes. already paid off his draft cost. Oh, for sure. Right. Buy, we're trying smashes. to get you to buy out on, on this, this yeah. take. It's time to sell, bud. We <laughs> hit the it's time to sell on the season long front. Yeah, Davis. look, I'll you're, sell my You're I'll like, we're going to the moon. <laughs> like, no, dude, this is, this is the time to sell. Yeah, I'll sell my best ball portfolio for a thousand percent. If anyone wants to buy it, <laughs> there's a lot of Trey Lance in there bringing the cost down. Unfortunately, all right, let's let's go around. I want to do another poll. What do you guys think his average bid is across? Let's do main event leagues, not football guys, because people are fucking dropping Kenneth Walker in no those leagues. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 like do you guys today. think average bid on Taysom Hill when Mojo posts it tomorrow? I think he goes for double digits in a lot of leagues, and I think he goes for several hundred dollars in, in a lot of uh, leagues, which I, a I, lot of guys I, do, but I think it's a really wide range. I mean, once I saw Matt Collins go for 308 in a main event, I just believed that anything was possible. Um, 
I'll I'll say I'll say one nineteen is his average bid across all main events. Now remember, he's already owned in, in a, a lot of main events. What would you say in ours? It's like fifty fifty. Would you say? I think he's owned so. in about uh, 50, maybe even less, maybe even a little less. less. Yeah. So. To me, I think then that means the frost Taysom is even a little higher. In, in 79, Taysom is owned in 79.8% of main events. Okay. All right. Then I, I say it goes even higher. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say average bids 265. I'll say 185. Yeah. 185 sounds right. 185 sounds right. I was going to be good. somewhere between you two. Probably 212 well, or something. Using this as a proxy for market sentiment in the Battle Royales on underdog, his ADP is tight in three this week. It's Kelsey Andrews, and then people are fucking jamming Taysom Hill. David, you know are, that's people, fucking ridiculous. We're all looking for the guy who did this. We're all looking for the guy who Davis, did this. It's absurd. The fact, the fact that you guessed 115, I, I really feel the need to implore you to cash out on this Taysom Hill. Yes! <laughs> I thought you were you don't say, like, realize how much you could make. Uh, I mean, okay, so like, yeah, whatever. I'll cash. No, because cashing out does that imply I can't victory lap the next time he gets thirty four? That's points? why, Dave, is you're anchored to your own victory lap equity. <laughs> I mean, that's the why. That's why I play the game. We all know. I'm never gonna, <laughs> we all know I'm never going to win the million dollars. The victory lap, best thing I've got going. <laughs> you cut you you've already gotten the kudos for the taste of hill now, your best I, ball I, teams are gonna look great you there's, won there's all, a, that, all that matters to like 75 percent of our audience is the first five weeks you've won yeah. it doesn't matter <laughs> so Davis, what, happened. So, what you can do now if you cash out now what that opens up for you is that then you can victory lap when Taysom Hill doesn't do anything from this point, no, on. I, I think so. That's you can go, I told you, scenario. I told you, week six no, was when you had to I cash had to, out. If I had to miss out on the euphoria of another <laughs> Taysom Hill multi touchdown game, I mean, you guys don't understand how because you're a Discord with your buddies and you're all like, you know, we're rich, yada, yada, even though you're completely ignoring that Taysom might be on a bunch of 11th place, you know, best ball teams or whatever. Um, I can I bump our bid up? <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> I'm moving you down. No, we I, need a my, we my need a tight end. Message in any of our chats this week was Davis after we moved it down, saying you guys are addicted to losing. That was great. <laughs> what a burn. Pete, Pete, and I have just been getting our teeth kicked in in these these GPPs, and and I think it's like you gotta you gotta remove the loser mindset, and you gotta just you gotta just <laughs> and just you, jam Taysom Hill. You gotta, you gotta jam just, Taysom Hill. You gotta just pick winners. My, I mean, otherwise you're a fucking loser. play the best plays, man. This guy's a football player. <laughs> my Get favorite your line, in the dirt, and bid five hundred dollars on Taysom Hill. My favorite line from our chat was Davis saying, "I'm not convinced our bid even gets him." People are all caps frothy, and then I hit you back with the "Yeah, because of you, dumbass." It all caps. <laughs> I did like that too. Well, I mean, look, we're all we're all looking for the guy. See, yeah, I I finished seventh in the Hail Mary on underdog last week. I fucking was, begrudgingly took Taysom as my bring back in my Geno double stacks. And you know what I I'm doing? I'm fucking taking my chips off the table, and we're moving on, Davis. Oh, I, I we're cashing wait out until Davis is. At least we had week five tweet, which is coming in like <laughs> yeah. like three or four weeks. It no. the, the best point that Davis had, and we should pull up our team. I won't show the bid here, but we have a good team. And that's, that's have really, this is really the biggest thing is that this is a team I really would like to see make it to the championship round. Yeah. So 
just having that extra ammo. That's a that's a more convincing argument to me that we need to get to the championship round. We need a win this week is what losing losing this week kind of deads this team, I think. I mean, let's not be well. This is this is the this is the well, this is the all play week. So this is this this is super important for standings. So this is our team here for the audio listeners. I'm going to recap the entire draft board. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, for the audio listeners, read the team out. Read the team out. For the audio <laughs> listeners. So we, we did uh, get Gito Smith, uh, Michael Carter, and Tyler Algier. We'll talk about Michael Carter in a second. T. Higgins, Justin Jefferson, Darren Waller, Drake London, Rondell Moore. Uh, Jason Sanders, Green Bay, and then on the bench, Zach Wilson, Rashad White, Rex Burkhead, Derrick Henry. We are famously the only team in the main event with Derrick Henry and Justin Jefferson. Check the chain. Samaj P. Ryan, Ronald Jones, Christian Watson, Traylon Burks, Amon Ross St. Brown, Joshua Palmer. This is like the classic team that looks strong at, at wide receiver and then immediately feels very well, weak. <laughs> when we get Amon Ross St. Brown and Derrick Henry back in the lineup after these buys, I mean, they, I mean we got – we I don't know if you guys talked about this on the show last week. I mean, we got owned on the waiver waivers yes. last week on this team. Yeah. I mean, we we yeah. missed out on everyone we wanted. Although uh, gift horse in the mouth, we tried to bid a lot on Jared Goff, got outbid on Jared Goff, and then got uh, fantasy's number five point scorer, Geno Smith, to remain in our starting lineup. You also got outbid so, on Pickett, which I'm mad about. I would still have Pickett over Geno. Oh, my easily. God. I literally can't talk about Kenny Pickett anymore. I, I'm going on, like, hour 11 of debating okay. Kenny Pickett with Liam. <laughs> I'm into Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett's – I think he's, like, yeah. a, oh, a not guy what you I want needed, now. Not what I needed to yeah. hear, Corrine. Pickett over Geno, for sure. Davis was no, sending me screenshots of his DMs with Liam, and it. I mean, I basically <laughs> want you guys to just go live and hash this out for ten hours straight. It's so. How good. much of Liam's take is that he just happened to play the Bills last week, so he well, watched was, every that snap. Was, that was that was Pete's point, and eventually, eventually, we got there. He said, he, he said, <laughs> I watched this game at a truck stop. I know Kenny Pickett is good, and that's where <laughs> that's we got we got to that point. I mean, I shit you not. I shit you not. We've been doing this since. Let's see when the first. I got. I can't I, keep scrolling. I mean, at least I since. I guarantee noon. you. Let's say that game. Uh, the let's just say the Steelers played the Eagles last week. Liam wouldn't give one single shit about Kenny Pickett. <laughs> it's because he watched him play a full game. That's the only That's reason. It. God. How do you, you know how to just like cut into people, Pete? Like, like how did you? How do you get that? Like, that's right. It sounds right. I mean, he's the most unabashed is, Homer on he, the fucking I said timeline. The same thing. He, he, he loves the Bills. Everything revolves around the Bills. <laughs> he was top one hundred in the million on draft gigs yeah. because he ran a Bills onslaught last week. It's like this guy runs so pure that he's a homer for the most exciting football team of our generation like run good yeah imagine if juju smith schuster was good my homerism would be paying off too but unfortunately (laughs) not great that chart that uh hard posted no top 24 finishes from chiefs wide receivers this year like what the fuck i was just trying to relax on the couch and and eat and just you know kind of hang out and ruined my (laughs) night uh we we have ignored probably the most interesting situation on the waiver wire this week though uh, are we going to get to it? Let's say, yeah, I just want to look at this real quick and then, then let's get to it here. Uh, so what the closest we got to sniffing it was week one when Juju finished as wide receiver 27. I mean, my fucking God. To be fair, Valdez Scantling 
was uh, a fingertip away from doing it against the Colts. He just didn't extend his arms far enough for an 80-yard touchdown. Oh, I guess he was 20th. Sorry. Week five, yeah. 20th there. But still, my God. Yeah, this Uh, this guy Moore still matters. I mean, like their receivers are not good. Moore looks looks good out there. Scott Moore is over two yards per hour, and they're just not playing him. Yeah, Hmm. I – I, I thought this week watching him like total film grinder take that he looked a little slow on his, in, into his routes. Like, I don't know. I don't really want to go deep into the film grinder world, but I mean, we see this with rookies that need a little time. He came from a non-power five school. The game looked a little fast based on like, like Mahomes is getting passes off and he hasn't even like looked back yet on a few of them. Um, but like, that's fine. The, the stakes like, are, the stakes are too high for him to play right now. Right. This second, I think it's going to be a couple more weeks. No, no. And, and, and if you're looking, if you're looking for reasons to be encouraged, he started out playing no snaps behind Justin right. Watson right. to begin the year. And right. he ran ahead of Justin Watson last week. Look, we all know it's a matter of time before Hardman goes to the bench. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. And they, they're going to need Sky for the postseason on like, he's going to get ripped looking- up around week 12 at the latest and, and get ready for the postseason. Because he's like, I mean, look at those two little wide receiver screens they threw him in the fourth quarter last week. Like, he looked explosive just on, like, little 10-yard gains. But way more than anything else they have. Juju. Sky, Sky's going to get dropped. By the way, Sky is going to get dropped the next two weeks in and main event leagues because right. we got we got injuries we got buys. and buys. Yeah. We've I already mean, Burks, Burks, Burks is going to get dropped in a bunch of leagues tonight. Yeah. Yep. All right, Davis, what we was probably. your most interesting angle on the waiver wire? Patriots running back two. I mean, or maybe running back one, to be honest. Like, I mean, Ramondre is going to get a lot of work, but. 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 <laughs> the one yard line. Tate will take the snap. Hand off Taylor. And he's into the end zone. Touchdown, Arizona. Taylor to the end zone for the touchdown. Play you one. Tate will hand off. Taylor dives over the top. Touchdown, Arizona. Alcaster will run the play. Hand off J.J. Taylor right side. Spins away at the 15. Her side up to the 10. The 20. 25 out to the 30. Gets a block to the 40. The midfield turns the corner. Sun Devil 40. Foot race down to the 35 to the 30 and out of bounds. Near the 25-yard line. First and 10, Arizona. Pistol set, he will hand off J.J. Taylor. Squirts to up the 50. First down, breaks a tackle and dives. Goes the screen pass, and it's caught. 35 down to the 30, 25. Over <laughs> a man at the 20 and a first down. J.J. Taylor. Taylor to the 10, Taylor to the 5. He leaps into the end zone. Head over heels. Touchdown, Arizona. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How funny is it going to be when Ramondre Stevenson doesn't have a pass game role anymore because J.J. Taylor is running exclusively as the pass catch? He back. hasn't really had that much of a pass game role to begin with this year. It's been weird. He's brushing. I I, I actually awesome. think it'll be. I actually think it'll be the reverse. I think J.J. Taylor will be the early down guy. <laughs> what really? I I do. Wasn't I do he active last that. week? J.J. Taylor was active last week, right? I so uh, Pierre Strong. Pierre Strong was inactive last week. He was inactive. He was a healthy scratch. That's right. Yeah. Uh, no, JJ Taylor has not. They only had two running backs active last week, which helped. The he day. wasn't listed on the Patriots inactives. I checked because he was on the the P squad, bro. 
He was on the, the comments squad. on the interesting. JJ Taylor JJ Taylor's been on the practice squad um all year for the New England Patriots. Did, and did they... can't I also can't find any reporting on this. Is Kevin Harris also on their practice squad or is he unsigned? I don't know. I think he's on their practice squad too. I mean our lads would have that. I'm just I'm just uh I'm yeah, preparing I'm just preparing everyone for what's going to happen this week, which is the Patriots are going to have four running backs active. And um, our lads has Kevin Harris on the practice squad. Okay. So they're going to, I, my, my two cents would be, they're going to call him up. That'd be my guess. My guess is they're going to try all these guys out and whoever plays well is going to get more run. He's been awesome this year. He's been awesome. I don't think they're going to like hold open tryouts for the lead rusher. Nah, man. Not lead rusher. Maybe last think... year they would have, but like he's a second year back who's been super explosive and consistent. Is there is there a Bailey Zappy uh like opinion on this show? Where are we? I'm I I don't think I could be any more in on Bailey Zappy if I tried. He seems fine, right? He seems like he. he I mean, he like, did almost beat Aaron Rodgers coming in cold at Lambeau in his very first NFL. Experience. He's no Daniel Jones, but he's pretty good. Did you guys see the clip of Daniel Jones asking Aaron Rodgers if he was okay after the London no, game? I no, I guess <laughs> If you can pull that up, we should watch that. That's he, I mean, I, you can, I, he just comes up and pats him on the chest and is like, are you okay? So funny. Oh, dude, I, I, I really want to say. By the way, so not to take it too, too much back to Taysom, but you know. guys know that you know sometimes Sean Siegel's like a little bit mysterious with where he stands on things. I'm in a dynasty league with Sean. This is a dynasty league. We have a bid in right now. Don't do this. Taysom Hill. Don't do this. For $233. Don't, don't, just don't. I mean, when you get 10 more years of tight end one, QB one, RB Taysom one production. He's like 33 in a dynasty that is, league. That is the funniest thing that no one remembers about Taysom is that he went to BYU. So he had to do the Mormon mission. So he didn't start college until he was 20, and he played for six years at BYU. <laughs> this guy has more positions than Mormons do wives. I, it's just <laughs> – Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, I found this clip. Anyway, Davis, you want up the bid, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I wish I had a sensor on this show to just bleep you guys when you're starting to say shit I don't like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> you authoritarian. I, I, am, I am upping the bid at 858, by the way. God, then I'll reveal it and hope someone comes <laughs> over the top. I'll reveal it. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> you all right? <laughs> you all right? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> Jesus. He gives him the he'll get over it. Uh, oh that's, my god. That's good stuff. That's good that's stuff. Good. We like to see that. Holy shit. Um, someone asked me in the chat earlier if I'd be willing to cash out on my Eno Benjamin shares. I cash out what? I mean, no. I, I have to realize no. the, the, the equity this week. This first. is like the, the, the Eno thing. This is like your, your friend asking you board apes for the first time, but before Jimmy Fallon bought one, you're not, you're not <laughs> cashing out quite yet. <laughs> I'm worried that James Conner is going to limp out there with fucking half a rib, dude. What about, are you guys doing any $1 bids on Keontae Ingram? Just me. 
I think he's in some groups, but yeah. My he's my part of like the long, there's a long list. Josh Kelly's a there's a bunch of guys who are like kind of interesting. Well, there's Tevin Coleman's available everywhere. DJ Dallas is available everywhere. Don't 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 do the Tevin Coleman thing. Add any Patriots running back over Tevin Coleman, I think. Just just I, I went Tevin through Coleman, all yeah. I went through all of our bids and lowered Tevin Coleman in all of them. Like not even even if he was at one dollar, I like bumped him behind other one dollar guys. I'm not into Tevin Coleman. I think Damian Williams is probably a better ad after watching the Falcons running backs last week. What did they wasn't there news on him today? About when he was going to be back? Uh, I just think he'll... Because it was just like a quad injury. I don't think he was expected to be out like that long. Damian Williams says he is mentally ready to go per the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. This is like when Zach Wilson told Robert Sala he's mentally ready to return to, to action, and clearly he wasn't. Um, Fair enough. Zach, Zach Wilson? We thought he looked all right last week. Is he... The problem is, is Zach Wilson... And and Brees Hall being so good is is pretty bad for this um the Garrett Wilson Elijah Moore bags. So <clears throat> here's a stat for you: completion percentage over expected. You know, normally if you have like a positive completion percentage over expected, you're like generally in the middle of a pack of quarterbacks for a given week. For the first time in his career, Zach Wilson had a positive completion percentage over expected last week. It wasn't even that high; it was like 0.6 percent. But he's been negative in every single week of his career. Super inaccurate quarterback. So we, we should, don't like to see that. We should talk about. So I was doing my sweep on Sunday of this team, and we had Michael Carter in. Obviously, we had Derrick Henry, and so we were looking at running back two. I was looking at projections and stuff, and I was like, "Let's play. Let's play Tyler Algier here over Michael Carter." And boy, was that a tough scene to watch! Fucking dust ball, Michael Carter land two touchdowns here to 17 points getting dunked on by davis in there never again with tyler algier probably probably the last points michael carter is gonna score too i (laughs) I know we missed him (laughs) he's just been he's just been iced i mean this team is just classic ship chasing we are going to be playing running back to roulette for the rest of the season i mean I can't believe we are still staring at Ronald Jones on this team. Like, guys, we got to give up the ghost. It's not, he's, it's not he's, there's a million, there's a long big group with him as the drop. Don't worry. Don't worry. Davis, okay. I'll tell you what, if you want to put things in perspective, if you want to look in the mirror, there's about an equal chance of Ronald Jones being the guy you need as there is Taysom Hill. We That's 15 true, dude. That's actually so true. true. <laughs> you know, I just, I can't, I can't get there. I, I, I mean, <laughs> guys, I mean, Pacheco is, Pacheco has looked pretty good. When, Pacheco when looks give, good, yeah. McKinnon yeah. looks good, man. But well, Kinnan, I mean, but that, we knew that all along, yeah. right? Yeah, they got dude. Just make McKinnon the bell cow. Like, what are we even fucking around with? Well, they there? don't. I mean, it's very similar to the way the Bills use Singletary. They they would prefer to save McKinnon for the like. I bet McKinnon has his high snap share of the season in this game against the Bills this weekend. Gretch, we haven't heard from you sure. in a while. How you doing? Well, uh, I was just you know replying to. <laughs> Replying to waiver, just doesn't. doing our bids. Let him do, <laughs> let him work, man. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I, I want to be. I do think one of the things that I saw across a lot of our leagues this week was we had a lot of like thirty, fifty, sixty dollar bids on players that like I don't really care if we got them at like for at any number. I don't really see the point of spending five percent. I lowered budget. some of those. You pointed that out. I yeah. lowered a bunch. I think the the like 
that's something Sean's been preaching to me lately, and I, I think is a good point. We talked about it on Stealing Bananas a little bit, that like that $50 that you lose on a week where you don't really have great targets, this is a non-Taysom Hill league where you know, you're know you looking at some of the other guys. I mean, it's, it's not a lot of money, but if you have a lot of options, you don't really care who the guy is. Like it is a difference between in another week on a guy you do like going 250 up to 300 or something like that. Like when you want to go that extra 50 on a big bid later, uh, you know, this can prevent that basically just like wasting away 50, 50 bucks. Yeah. That's probably my biggest Davis. leak. No. That's probably my, it's probably my biggest leak, honestly, in, in the is main it? event is. Is it? Cause you literally just messaged us at an extremely high bid. <laughs> Your biggest well, now you're admitting it's your biggest leak. Maybe take no, the big I down. actually think I actually think I would say one of my strengths is not being afraid to go really ham on for example <laughs> for example you last just year. Said it was your biggest leak. No, there's two different things at play. Last year, <laughs> the leagues that you and I, the three of us were together in, we got Elijah Mitchell in both of them. Yeah. Right? Because because I said we gotta lay the hammer. This is the spot. Okay. But I am really bad at like, for example, <laughs> I bid like I mean, uncontested, I was winning Khalil Shakir bids last week for like 88 bucks, and no one else in my league was bidding on him. We won Shakir in a lot of spots, and I felt really, really good about that one. I, st- I started him. I started uh, I started him, and I, I lost uh, starting him over Terry McLaurin in a league with my terrorist co-managers. Why is everyone so upset with Terry McLaurin? Can, just, can it just be enough? Did you hear it? Silva was on fucking established the show last week saying uh, this, this was Silva's galaxy brain. He wanted to do Derek Henry, Terry McLaurin mini with the Titans defense also tossed in. And he also said the spreadsheet socialists over at ship chasing that they like every wide receiver, except they, Terry McLaurin. They probably like Jamie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think we do like every wide receiver. We like every wide receiver, but Jacoby Myers and Terry McLaurin really are the two we don't like. We had Joshua Palmer. We're about to fu- cu- fucking uh, cut that dust ball I from mean, this team. Joshua, Joshua Purr, uh, you know, looked good for like three games last season. He's got Josh Norris blowing him every three days on the Underdog <laughs> Fantasy YouTube channel. And he is getting outproduced by DeAndre Carter, a career special teamer. Like, enough already. Uh. It's, it's, yeah. No, thank you, on Josh Palmer. Yeah. The cabal, the cabal got me on that one. I'm, I'm doing my first uh, <clears throat> main with Silva this year, so getting getting the first run around that son. I know if you got you guys have done it before. He's taken to calling us the ship ch- chasers with a T. I think maybe like uh, chastity or something. Chastity belts. Yeah, and oh. then uh, chasers. Interesting. Chasers. Last time he mentioned us, he said we were literally gaslighting the goddamn country. So. <laughs> 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 on what now? Gaslighting. He speaks about the ship chasers in a text thread with me. <laughs> the ship chasers ruined fantasy. This entity that, that that I'm also. I honestly don't think we went far enough. I think we we were too light. We have Najee Harris drafted in the league. We should have. Uh, he should have been more hardcore. Yeah, call, please, please call him by Najee his Harris. please call him by his Christian name, Trent Richardson the second. Yeah, exactly. I, I can't wait to name some of our team next year, teams next year. Jamar Chase. I think that would just be <laughs> wonderful. I mean, hey, to be fair, to be fair to the running back people out there, uh, the the running backs have caught up with the wide receivers in scoring, uh, other than Christian McCaffrey and Jonathan Taylor. Other than all the premium picks that people spend on. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like let's uh, let's eat an L. I mean, 
biggest L of my life is going to be on Kenneth Walker, who I thought was like the worst pick ever. And he is just going to, He's got a lot of pushback around here during main event drafts trying to draft Kenneth Walker. There was some oh, yeah. worry warts. I was completely out. Yeah. I, I, mean, I could I could not have who could have predicted Rashad Penny getting hurt. You just you couldn't have done that. <laughs> That's not even the important part of the equation. That is nothing that it is, is nothing. It to is do. actually. Penny no. was a was going off. He looked great. He oh, gonna see well, that, yes, right? but the but the but the even larger prior was that we thought the Seahawks were going to be 32 out of 32 on on offense. I mean, we thought that the Seahawks were truly going to be uh, worse than the Bears have been this year on offense. And I don't know if I thought they'd be that bad. I was pretty in the draft. I did. I did. I, I, I mean, I, I liked. I liked. I had a lot Penny. of Penny. We also have to Penny. give, as yeah. as usual, Siegel the the yeah. ultimate W I mean, on this. Yeah, One and yeah. two in the zero RB. Doesn't matter. Whoever's starting is going to be the fucking smash, and it's playing out exactly <laughs> as he drew it up. Yep. I mean, come on, though. This, this the, the uh, you know, the dissonance between what the, the Broncos have been and what the market expectation for the Broncos was and what the Seahawks have been and what the market expectation for the Seahawks is. I mean, that is – I mean, it's, it's got to be one of – crazy. It's got to be one of the most surprising things in fantasy football ever. 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 Not fantasy football. Football. Just life. Yeah. Football. I've I've, I've pulled back a few times, and I was like, I I don't know if I said on the Swolecast or whatever, if you wrote that down as a script, like this Freaky Friday situation that, oh, Russell Wilson and Geno Smith changed bodies, and Pete Carroll got really into throwing the ball, like you would say, no, throw this out. It's too unrealistic. If someone had come on, if someone had come on, from today with perfect knowledge of what was happening and and like on a preseason podcast delivered that as a take a prediction we would have rolled yeah i would have loved it would have made me so mad i would have like i would have unfollowed that person i'd be like this person's a fucking idiot <laughs> it would have been 100 right like i couldn't have pot i was not even remotely open to the upcoming reality of the situation it's and what's boots I mean, on the I, ground i mean how, how, about, how about how about this geno smith Got was drafted in what maybe thirty percent of BBM threes, top five scoring I, quarterback. I'd low. say lower than thirty percent. Yeah. Way lower. Yeah. You could get him really late in super flex drafts. I do. Me and Sean took him in a few. That's my one flex. Gino victory lap. Gino, he, isn't you, he's he's going double digits in resurrection drafts right now? People yeah. still don't believe it. <laughs> you could get him in like the twelfth round of super flex drafts all offseason. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He was free. He was people free didn't even know he was going to start. He's got to be sub 10% in BBM. For sure. Dude, I, did you see the quote today? <laughs> the quote today that Pete Carroll said Drew Locke is nipping at Nip, Smith. Nipping, yeah. nipping at his heels. Carroll is such a fucking moron. Like, at least Carroll's still a moron. I was getting I, I've been here. I've been really having this, like, third eye <laughs> moment with Pete Carroll. Like, maybe he actually has had it all figured out the whole time, and, and Russ actually sucked, and and that, that it was really all – Pete trying to sh- cover up for what Russ couldn't do. And that's why they kept cycling through offensive coordinators. Cause Russ would be like, you got to let me do this. And then the offensive coordinator would try and let him do it. And then they'd suck. And then Pete was like, you know, juggling these 19 different things, trying to keep it all harmonious. You know, I don't know. It's just so bizarre. It's crazy. But, Congrats, but what's the really boots good. on the ground take? Well, how are, yeah, people, are people feeling about people Gino? Stoked? Do they believe it? I, I mean, <clears throat> I don't. I don't know about believing. I know that people are excited. It, it's it's cool. People are like, 
didn't know that Geno Smith was this good kind of a thing. <laughs> like, I mean, that's that's the response that I've been hearing. I, he was not that bad last year, and I said it to one of my buddies, and he was like, I thought he was terrible last year, and but he's really good now. And I, I don't know. It's it, it just has people taking aback, I think. You, he, I thought, did you write in the newsletter, in the Fantasy Life newsletter, that he's in the MVP conversation now? I linked to a Kenneth Cashman tweet that he's a oh. he, he'd be a top five MVP candidate right now. I mean, he's not going to win MVP, but yeah, he's it would be five. it would be all time amazing. You know, it was always this thing that Russ never got MVP votes in Seattle, oh and Gino God. got a singular MVP. Well, vote. I mean, they're two and That's three. A great point. Like, you got to win. You got to win your division first. Like the big thing with MVP is like you got to win. Usually the one seed. Who is the MVP right now? Josh Allen. Josh I mean, Allen. I, I don't even know if he's if Gino's top five. I, I, Mahomes I is would live. Say, uh, I, Mahomes, I would Allen, say Hurts. Yeah. Lamar. The the best bet you could make right now would be Brady for our, between 30 and 40 That's to 1 one. for MVP. He got all his guys back. And you know these crusty old sports writers would love nothing more than to send Brady – you know, out into his his retirement with another MVP, the best and they would. That is that yeah. then Brady's not going to retire? He's going to yeah. come back and keep playing. So you're going to have them script the narrative, and then he's going to thumb his nose at the narrative, and then next year he's going to take a bunch of shit because they want him to retire. Davis, what are the odds Taysom Hill leads the Saints to the number one seed and wins MVP? Uh, zero. The Saints are really bad. <laughs> I mean, the, Saint, the Saints. The Saints are like a dumpster fire, dude. Like. It's it's not pretty. The narrative I like on Hertz is that there's no way that people actually vote for him to win the MVP, but that Sirianni will get coach of the year is the the makeup. I I like that because people still have it. People still have it in their brains that Hertz is bad. It it's like it's like yeah. It's that um in particular two games both against the Buccaneers have really colored people's opinion of Jalen Hurts. One was a Thursday night game and one was a playoff game where they got behind 14 points almost immediately and they just couldn't do anything. And I feel like that's just, and, and that fact that he got benched for Tua who people hate in college, you know, um, people can't, people can't get over that. But Jalen Hurts, if you, if you go look, Gretch, this would actually be a great exercise for you to do if you cared to do it in stealing signals, just to show how Jalen Hurts has literally gotten better every year he's ever played. Like every year, he's added a new dimension, new skill, and I mean, it's all it's all coming together right yeah, now. I, I mean, mean, I think I got enough time next week to go back and watch all his films since uh, <laughs> high school and talk about the skills that he's added each year. Yeah, totally. I mean, who who does who does? Gretz, this would be great for you. You should do this. I'll I just mean, mix you know, that in. You know, yeah, I got a lot of free time on my hands. I mean, you had time to go back and look at what Matt Rule did at Temple and Baylor. So it's like, you can't, it's, <laughs> yeah. not, it's, not, uh, it's not. But that pissed me off. Enough. You got to get me mad to get me to really dig into something. <laughs> how, well, uh, how, how, mad, how mad are we going to be when Matt Rule gets another job? Because that's the way the NFL works. No. No, he's going back to college. He's got to go back to college. This is a well. Oklahoma, Oklahoma is going to need a coach in about. I almost said this is a Chip weeks. Kelly thing, but Chip Kelly got another job with the Niners. I forgot yep. about that. Uh, Gretch, is this going to be official stealing lines play? Oh, Gino three hundred. I mean, I'll I'll put a bomb on Gino at three hundred to one. Let's fucking go. I mean, you can put it cash out. out. Put it out, Dalton. They got to right win. Now. They got to win the division. Like you have to win twelve games to win MVP. It's a rule. Like it's never. The I don't division think it's sucks. Happened. The it's the Seahawks. Let's go. They're two and three. 
That means they got to win ten of their last their their twelve games. Their defense, their defense. I love the defense is so bad. Dead dead last in yards per play allowed. No one, no one even close. Like you 6. like point eight by rule have to win. Their game. defense is fucking up our high stakes leagues because now we have to bid for Taysom Hill. That's how bid their defense is. Hey, uh, let's answer Ryan, this question Ryan, so we encourage don't, future no, tips. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Reasonably big. I don't know how big reasonably big if is. If you if but... you're putting in, uh, you got to be dead to rights at He's... running back to put in a bigger bid. Right. He's one of the guys that I was saying I didn't want to put fifty dollars on. I wanted to do one dollar. I, I think fifty is defensible. Anything over that's crazy. Here's the thing, Josh Kelly. Yeah, I know defensive. for a fact has been on the waivers in this same role um, his entire career. It's a different role. Michelle was phased out last week. That's the that's the... yeah. But I mean, until so he'll be phased out until this week and until he's not. I mean, maybe maybe yeah. yeah. Davis, say you want to get him in bed? Sure. Davis, say the taste in bed. Say it out loud. Say what you changed it to. Two hundred twelve dollars, which I still think it, is Davis. too low. Which I still think is too low. No, it I probably is. <laughs> It's too high. No. Sean, it's too high. We said a hundred. So we said you, we'll go to a hundred. You said you said Sean in your dynasty league. I've been several main events with Sean, and he had uh two over four hundred and two more over three hundred. Fuck. Jesus Christ. What happened to Sean? Way too low. Too low, says Sean. Sean, and Sean and Liam. is Sean is not addicted to losing. Sean likes to win. So. God damn it. God damn it. We try to get you to cash out, man. You could add such a good sell on this. No, Liam, no. Check your fucking Liam, Twitter DM, Liam, dude. I mean, Liam, <laughs> Liam and I co-manage a team, and we don't have to make bids on Taysom this week because we already have him. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad he doesn't have quarterback eligibility. Yeah. Then you guys wouldn't yeah. have this. Argument. We would have nothing to argue about. We'd have nothing to argue about. we just did say you, put Taysom in, baby. Did you get Taysom last week, or did you draft him? We drafted him. No, no, we picked him up. We picked him up after week one. We, oh. I think we bid thirty oh. bucks on him after week one. After week, people one. are doing fucking Bible verse bidding on. We had a we had a sixty nine bid on Taysom three sixteen. Taysom Taysom three sixteen is a good bid. I think yeah. I'm gonna. I think I, Michael Michael Wilklow. I think I'm gonna start tweeting that when he scores a touchdown. Yeah. I think for I'm gonna start tea, tweeting. Yeah, for for Big T, so love the world that he gave Taysom Hill. Is only <laughs> because, uh... <laughs> Jesus hey. fucking Christ. All right, are these? Uh, I mean, Taysom Hill is, is is just a bit though, right? Like this is the most like the longest running bit. Can you reply to Sean's email and ask him that too while you're at it? Taysom Hill is just yeah. a bit. Sean famous um, for his bits on bids. <laughs> Taysom Hill is a bit, but when a bit it turns profitable for you, that extends the life of the bit by quite a ways. Right, when you guys were asking what I was doing when I was being quiet, I was on mute writing multiple sentences to sean about why i did not want to bid 400 dollars on taysom hill <laughs> i don't kenneth know walker. if those got through this is just kenneth walker all over again sean's gonna be right in the end you're only saying that because he agrees with you. yeah <laughs> your bags are that is uh that is that is how that works <laughs> um okay so so bids have locked can we yeah. pump, can we pump bags I think going hard on Pierre Strong was the move. Pierre Strong is good, and how hard did you go on him? We had, we had small bids on him. I moved him up to fifty five bucks in every league I had. Oh, I you're gonna him. get him. I moved him, to, but more importantly, I moved. That's him That's that league you just like, were talking about. <laughs> this is like gave up fifty five bucks. Yes, literally, literally, yeah. yes. What I was just talking about, but I I just moved him ahead of. 
Coleman, Kelly, DJ Dallas, yada, 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 and in every league I'm in. Uh-oh. Oh, Mr. fucking Uh-oh. Kenny Pickett himself. Oh, look, he's got, <laughs> got some fucking uh, ambient streamer lighting. Now he's ready for the big time. Here, here's the thing. What's up, really, lads? Here's the thing, Liam, <laughs> that was really tilting me, is when I'm having, when I'm talking to Karain, you know, when I'm when I'm doing with, with Dinkmeyer and Leone and we're making lineup, whatever, like we can we can kind of fax and logic each other and we can be like, you know, these are the range of outcomes, these are what these guys are projected for. That shit just does not work on Liam. Liam is totally impervious to a statistical argument. He does not care. He's like, bro, you don't understand Daniel Jones sucks. Well, to me, it's like you're trying to play the quarterback with a team that is trying to hide him by running Saquon. And <laughs> This is hard on the line right here. How confident are you? Because I would go and pick it, right? Because he I watched Liam, Liam, Liam challenging my manhood for a quarterback start set. <laughs> you want to play Russian roulette for Vince or what? Davis is like, I love this. I love this line of attack. You're going to go with your .4 projected guy? <laughs> I love it. Well, you don't understand, like, guys. You like your this projected started, I'll that's, take a bullet. That's the most alpha waiver discussion I've ever seen. <laughs> Me, Kyle, and Davis have been battling really since, like, the sixth round of our main event where I was, like, slamming the table for Miles Sanders and was barked down for none other than Albert fucking O. And <laughs> since then, Oof. since then, Oof. I we've just been at it. Like you could just see my face there. I'm like, we also we also did this last week with Melvin Gordon. We also went. I I shit you not. The first message that we sent this morning about quarterback waiver wire bids was at 10:24 a.m. Central Time. So this is now this is now 13 hours of our day that we've spent <laughs> arguing about this. Well, and to me, like. Again, the team is trying to hide Daniel Jones. Okay, he gives you like a rushing floor of like five to seven points. We know what he is. We've had seasons of data. We know who his pass catchers are right now, unless Tony comes back from the dead. Pickett has actually good weapons. I think from watching that game against the Bills, I mean, actually you're, good. You're preaching. So you did watch preaching. that game, William? Well, I watched the I watched the first half in a truck stop because I was driving home, and then listened to it on. <laughs> You're here's the thing. You're preaching to the choir. This is a very pro picket show. These guys all love picket. That's what I wanted to talk about because I know Gretch is grinded film. You know, Pete's in the weeds. Pat's right in the write up. Like they're they're watching this stuff. You're over here just like Kenny Pickett's got small hands. You know, like <laughs> was that a take today? His hand size? No, I just they, said they, I read between the lines. I knew what they were saying. I said. <laughs> I said Daniel Jones projected for 17 and a half points and Kenny Pickett projected for 14 points. Wait, I, I would like your input volatility of like knowing fragility of pro- like <laughs> what what median projection of Pickett exists out there? Daniel Jones also, lot also has small hands. <laughs> you can't have your cake and eat it too, Liam. You can't be like the reason I want to start this guy is because I watched him play at a fucking truck stop while eating Slim Jims. <laughs> I don't eat meat. Uh, but the... No, oh I my mean, god. No wonder, no wonder your brain is wrecked, dude. We need you I'm to a get red meat. I'm a pescatarian, all right? Uh oh, Liam. I would have never come in. Question my protein, bro. <laughs> Liam Liam pulled the most aggro putting a gun to my head for a quarterback start sit, but he won't eat red meat. I'm dumb tilted. 
I was I just trying the, to convey I love the how man com- off between how Davis confident and I was that Pickett is a good play. I mean, how many ways can he get there? He could. He actually is mobile. Um, he does it on well, the ground, right? He is I, going I have, to need to pass. I have, I have bad news for you, Liam. You are really going to have to eat some shit when he has nine points this week against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's impossible. That's literally <laughs> impossible. impossible. Daniel Jones has a lower floor than Kenny Pickett this week. I will stand by that. Well, uh, we're going to find out very soon who is our quarterback. So who's breaking this tie for you guys? Is Kyle? No, Kyle is Kyle, just, Kyle, Kyle refers just, himself as 1997 Davis. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that means, but he just is tapping out. Kyle, Kyle tapped out. He, he, I think, rightly realized it was not worth, you know, the three points either way. It was not worth the mental expenditure. Well, that's what I'm trying to say, though, is, like, we know that they're, like, who they are, like, their floors are similar. But one has an actual ceiling that does not require them to have three rushing touchdowns. Kenny Pickett we, doesn't have a passing touchdown in the NFL yet. Stat chasing, we have our first Taysom Hill bid, and I'm going to be closest to the pin on this. 328 uh, bid for Taysom Hill. The, the froth. Oh, you the guys froth. Froth. Yeah. Yeah. I have too many leagues this year, but I, I did on – and like the football guy ones, I kind of do begrudgingly, but I saw he was on the waivers and just unloaded at 333. So uh, the guy that we wanted to go really hard at was TDP. I picked him we, up in a couple we, too. You guys, but I fought and no one wanted for like it. five weeks, so I just let it go. Well, I mean, the fact that Tevin Coleman looked good in that offense last week, like no, that's me, that's that's bearish. That is not Col- bullish. That's, that's no, that's bullish. TDP. That's good no. for TDP. No. Coleman eighty five in this fucking economy. Get the fuck out! And the Cobb next bid was four twenty. Cobb's trying to win. Cobb Nation is trying to win. Cobb Nation. So there, that that means Taysom by the Hill way, is on means... zero waivers because people don't know this. Loyal listeners don't know waivers. this. We're Davis, the where did you? He was just on. Davis, where did you first learn about <laughs> Taysom Hill? What, what are you it is, talking it is about? True. No, no, I I gotta give Liam credit. He was the one who first pointed out to me. He was tied oh out. I, there's a there's a message here that Dalton just took Gino to win MVP. Oh my God, it's an actual play in, in stealing lines. That's not good for our, our reputation. Uh, our fab report still is. Oh, is it load faster on mobile? Yeah, you got to look on mobile. Okay. Uh, yeah, we know this is behind the paywall, but I do want to see that Dalton officially did put it out. <laughs> Love, love to see how the sausage is made. This is That's just a terrible bet. I, I do not represent this. Point oh two risk. I mean, Taysom, look, at least we're being smart with our money here. Can you guys see that? Taysom in uh, in ship taking went for six sixty seven. Get the fuck out! That's a good here. bid. That's a good <laughs> bid. Just shut up. That's a terrible bid. What is coming out there other than a quarterback who's at tight end? Listen, listen. Not even a quarterback. Throw one pass. He could be. He could be. So, do you guys remember that this was the league where our friend, I'm forgetting his name. Damn it, that makes me an asshole. He auto drafted. Do you remember? Oh, we had uh, Tyler Buecher. Tyler, yeah, yeah. So so Tyler is the guy who kicked our ass last week. Who is on? Who who drafted this auto drafted team? Obviously, he's trying to build this team more in his own image. So he just spent six hundred sixty six six hundred sixty seven dollars on Taysom Hill. Wow! I played Taysom Hill in five main event teams last week. 
What? Holy shit. <laughs> We'd love to see it, Liam. If I, you played him in five so over wait, who? You, Tell me. Wait. Go through the start sentence. All I heard there was this you guy got, just can't catch a break, huh? You got so <laughs> much euphoria this weekend from Taysom Hill that you are not unbiased here. Like, it, yeah, you were on the I side of it. had to play him if I'm clear about my other tight end options. But still, I played him in, in five leagues. And Tell me the start sits across these five. I want to I want to hear all right, I need this. It was, Give me the in the nitty well, gritty here. Probably. Well, again, I woke up from uh the day after a wedding and had to get on the road to drive back from Mobile to What does St. this have Pete. to do with anything? <laughs> because I woke up past the London game. This is important context where I had Daniel Bellinger or Taysom for some of these games or Dawson Knox and mm. Dawson Knox was ruled out, you know, shout out my guy. I still believe in him. This is, this uh, is like, <laughs> you know, you, you know how, on? you know how some people are just destined to run good in life. Liam is literally just telling us the story of a guy who drafted 77% Gabe Davis, won a million dollars without Gabe Davis on his best ball mania three team. Like that, this is just this restory reiterated. Yeah. <laughs> I also love Daniel Bellinger who also scored a touchdown, right? <laughs> So a rushing touchdown. Right. A rushing yeah. touchdown. You were gonna start Bellinger over him. You're saying, like, you, were you mad? No, I would. I would have played Taysom. But I mean, yeah, I, the, the, that was just it, a, it was what? Taysom or Dawson. Then why? Then why that did was, you tell us about sleeping? What in? was that story? <laughs> let let <laughs> the record irrelevant. show. Let the record show on our co-managed team. We have Hayden Hurst, Greg Dulcich, and. Taysom and we started Hayden Hurst un uncontested. Nary a mention of Taysom. Hill. I let you control that team. Is, is <laughs> wow. about uh, Kenny Pickett for nine uh, hours today. Yeah, let, you I really let him have the race. He's the driver. I'm just a, uh, <laughs> I'm just there to I'm say if you put a I'm gun to my driving. head, bro, I know who to <laughs> Take choose. a turn here. Take a turn here. <laughs> uh, hey, I keep well, going through these. I want to know these start sit decisions. I mean, Taysom Hill. The Taysom Hill Hayden Hurst thing would have been one to take a turn on, right? Yeah. Taysom Hill had the monster upside. Yes. I mean, if he's worth six hundred dollars on Fab, you should probably start him over here. Well, the other thing is, like, in the in the leagues I didn't start him, I have Kelsey or Andrews, so it was like. (laughs) Oh god. Uh, wait. So that means that means we did get. Congrats on having. One of the top three tight ends. I think I, like, I, I, like, I, I had to play Taysom in my tight end in every league last week. <laughs> Is that hard? Is that hard to do? Well, uh, I started him in lost. Gretch, we get $88 Hunter Henry on ship taking. <laughs> no, we actually needed a tight end real what bad. Was, we had Darren what Waller was the next bid? 48 Okay. Okay. So your 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 conservative bid of like $27 would not have gotten him. Yeah. <laughs> we needed him. As well, there was well, no yeah, decisions. It was just taste them or take a zero. And that was the general your I worst worst general. worst case scenario for that team would have been winning a Dulcich bid and then us not knowing if he was going to be activated until Sunday and then not having a backup I'm option or sure having he, to. We, I don't think he will be. We couldn't start him even if he was I, activated. I I believe he is. Active. Share your screens. Let's see some of these your favorite teams. It's, Come on, it's man. all it's all it's all mobile, Liam. They're, the the bids don't process that fast on the website. No, present. I want to see the layout of your favorite teams. You know, I'm a, I'm trying to scratch that D-Gen itch. And Come no on, Pete. Just... masturbating to their teams more than Liam. No, Liam, Liam, Liam is is <laughs> endorsed like by Disney. The the FBI, the FBI is like already made multiple calls out to his house. He is number one. Like, where are you at in drafter standings after week two in the DMs? <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, no, I'm pushing back on that because you guys were like, oh, we're too cool to share where we are. Let the people have some fucking excitement about best ball. We're all getting killed in DFS. You know, like, let Liam, us celebrate these, these best ball streets. Liam had me on his stream and we drafted a team that for a while was scoring. It was a top his top scoring team. And I don't I think this week it, it wasn't. And let me tell you, I couldn't be more fucking happy about it because you were tagging me every week and then all the people would share their teams i said like 35 notifications of people's fucking best ball teams i was like let come on stop scoring Dude, so well team fucking friendly fire i'm the on people's champ farmer over here i'm trying to give the people a chance the Ooh. people's champ <laughs> Tyler Higby in the flex. This is a fun team we have with uh, our Crack Rock team. So we got Ramondre. I love Crack Rock, but him hating on Taysom. Yeah. I just love the idea of Boomers being like, he's a running back. It's even even funnier. It's even funnier because Crack Rock loves tight ends. That's like his whole bit. And so Taysom breaking his model is, is just ruining. It's just ruining him. I just love the idea that people are like shaking their fist at the sky, seeing Taysom Hill at tight end. I mean, we're we're we like we all joke about this, but underdog customer support when Taysom is on the week seventeen winner, they're going to be inundated. Like people are going to legit be mad. No one more mad though than the FFPC. There, there is going to be there's going to be a class action lawsuit against Nick Rudman <laughs> for classifying <laughs> Taysom as a tight end on underdog. <laughs> the people versus Nick Rudman. <laughs> Good luck to the people, honestly. Jesus, <laughs> oh, oh, that'll be bad. Did, did y'all put any bids in on Deion Jackson? What's our thoughts on him? I already got him on all last my teams. Yeah, I drafted he- him in Best Ball Mania three, one of the only teams. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, he did. Your Liam, Liam, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've owned some best ball teams. <laughs> Liam content. <laughs> because Liam, I love this about Liam. Liam is a very sincere man. Liam is always incredibly sincere. And Pete is like the least sincere guy on the internet. All Pete wants to do is bits. And so the mix is so good. Well, this is a serious take. Is Once the deck charts release, you get to see who the third running back is. And of course... We know Naheem Hines is not going to get 20 touches a week. So I was like, no one's drafted Deion Jackson. And so sprinkled him in a little bit. I sprinkled in some Philip Lindsay there. And then I was, and then he got leapfrogged by Deion Jackson. Hey, Liam, we won Kenny Pickett. Let's go! <laughs> wait, what the? Wait, this whole debate was happening and Kenny Pickett wasn't even on your team yet? Well, we're tr- it was we're it was our waiver order. It was our waiver order. Oh, okay. I thought they were both on your team. And that you actually makes more sense. It, this was a team. Sense. This was a team we drafted Dak. We decided to keep him. And I'm on Team fight. Liam now. I thought this was for a spot start for one week. It is. We were it is a spot start. We don't have another quarterback. It is. But I want Pickett long term exactly. this year. But we we already have our long term quarterback as Dak. Prescott. Not to mention we have Deontay Johnson. And actually, he's real long term. Yeah, Dak, I don't know if you want to be hanging your hat on that. The Cowboys are good, dude. The Cowboys, they're, they're figuring it out. They're 4 and 1. It's because their defense is good. They're hiding the shit out of Cooper Rush. Okay, well, they're not going to hide Dak. Well, you say that, but. 
It's winning. No, I can't. I can't even go there. We I can't even go there. McCarthy will hide Dak. He is. He's gonna have no problem hiding Dak. What if this time off was what Dak needed to regain his mobility? And what if Dak? <laughs> what if his? What if his? <laughs> What what if what his ankles what, what if his take. ankles are just gonna be like amazing and he's gonna he's come in and so... lower body shape he's been running what does yeah. this have to do with his mobility this is like it, he it, just it, had more time know. to run and stuff you know yeah we're just Dad did a did a spiritual Appalachian trail walk and really found himself but during this couldn't this he have time. done that over any particular off season no no of course not <laughs> not enough time dude not enough what are you time. talking about. Dude, this this average Taysom build is legit gonna be over. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be over, we went way conservative. Yeah, yeah. So, so ha- who 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 has money left? Because people are going fucking eight hundred for Mike Boone, and they're going five hundred for Taysom Hill. There's no money left. <laughs> I got a lot of fab left. I don't know what I'm saving it for. I, I got a lot of. Fab- <laughs> well, I got the, a lot of fab left because I already had Taysom Hill. <laughs> Is Taysom Hill is no different right now than he was one week ago when he wasn't getting fucking added. He just did a thing that we all knew he could do. Like no one didn't think that was well, possible. To be fair, Some I would have did, said I, think. I want I have Taysom on all my teams where I don't have Waller, Kittle, Kelsey, Andrew, Pitts. <laughs> Henry pointing out that these are twelve team leagues where everyone has a thousand dollars. That will help you figure out how much money in the pool there is. Thanks, Henry. Um, Thanks. I mean, we all we all feel that waivers is different this year, right? Though it's been horrible. I mean, there I, hasn't I, I been the guy. There hasn't been the Miles Gaskin or the change. But I just think that people are better about like thinking of contingent who who should be on their roster in general. Like rosters, yeah. like there are, there are way. Although I would say there's the like multiple, not people having four quarterbacks. Four, four no, but that's different. Defenses. The multiple the multiple quarterback injuries is probably the most interesting wrinkle of waiver wires this year, where there are multiple teams holding multiple quarterbacks because of Lance, Dak, uh, huge underperformance by Russell Wilson, big underperformance the first three weeks by Tom Brady. Like a lot of teams who thought they had their back don't hey, have uh, a quarterback. Lawrence, that guy must have watched the Bills game because Pickett looked pretty good in that game against a great defense. See, I don't. I, mean, I don't think that it's that different of a year. I think Jeff Wilson was got like kind of on track to be this year's like come out of nowhere guy, but people came around to him just in time. In, in time, yep. yeah. So there's, I, you know, it all this stuff. It's like James Robinson. We probably should have come around to. He came around to like a week and a half later than we did Jeff Wilson. And it made a huge difference in terms of Fab. Here's the thing. Um, Eno Benman would have been this guy in the main event three years ago. Well, but, yeah, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, what? True, yeah. Who could yeah. emerge right now? Like, okay, Pierre Strong. If if he like, other than like both. I, I actually think down. I if if so so let's say Ramondre were to get injured this week, then then you would see six hundred fifty dollar bids on yeah, Pierre Strong. Agreed. But like, what other positions are like? Like what? Like I guess uh, well, season ending injury thing. to CMC. I mean, the other thing is is every team it just pisses yellow now and holds eight wide receivers and it's wide receivers in the flex that changes the complexity of it too. Um, guys that I could see being massive waiver bids. It sounds like a bit Ronald Jones. I could see Isaiah Spiller being a massive bid at some point. I, this I season. don't think it's going to happen, man. I think Spiller would need like two injuries though. <laughs> Probably three. Probably we're, three. We're seeing multiple injuries 
here. I'm just get, no, I'm just no, no, giving yeah. names of guys in offenses that would. Dearness actually be Johnson, if he were to get traded. Dear, yeah, I mean, or or just Agreed. an injury, right? Chubb, Chubb or Hunt, Dearness Johnson is going for four hundred bucks. Oh, I, I mean, if Dearness Johnson had like a job, I would spend. I would empty the clip. I think that dude's good. Yeah, but he's not going to get it's just. The NFL never trades anyone. It's very boring. I know. I know. I feel like we're just looking for somebody to empty the clip on. That's right. why we should have emptied it on Taysom because there's no one – like, we're doing this exercise. Did y'all get like, Taysom? In, in... No, he went for 667 oh, I... in our league. <laughs> it's pretty normal with the last couple weeks. And, I mean, the Mike Boone stuff, all that stuff. Like, we had some big injuries. We had pretty normal waivers. And I don't know. I just feel like we're like, <laughs> we want a guy to empty the clip on. But that doesn't happen Jiffet, every year. Jiffet says I mean, Miles rather... Gaskin, which, like – I could see I, that. Yeah, I could see, see it. Rather... Edmonds dusted and Mostert gets hurt. Yeah, I could totally. Yeah. That's actually a good one. We maybe Mostert, should think about Mostert, him on by the way, Mostert, Mostert, by the way, did not practice today. Just if you're if you're throwing your Miles Gaskin one dollar bids on Friday out there, uh, where was this spend... info? Uh, yeah, why don't you talk about this ago, in the group chat instead of fucking screaming <laughs> so, about Casey for the post waiver bids? <laughs> our our running backs are too good. We don't have a drop. On ship our taking, running backs would, are too good. Have you looked at our running backs? We'd have, Derek well, Henry's on buy. This is actually this is actually the classic ship chasing problem in which you have six running backs who you can squint and see them being really good, but none of them are good enough to score points the weeks you actually need them to but score But Davis, points. we really like squinting. <laughs> we um, we call we call beer beer goggles. You throw the beer goggles on our running backs, we're like, that's a fucking ten right oh, there, yeah. baby. Like, you see these I, running backs? I mean, is there, is there is there a more beer goggles running back than Rashad White, who like clearly is the best handcuff running back in like the history would of fantasy smash. football? Would smash, would so smash hard. so hard. I I am so psyched about all but Rashad under, White, but under no circumstances can you start him. So it's just it's nope. horrible. No, nope, <laughs> wait till can't. we hit the buys. Wait till we hit the buys and ask us under no <laughs> circumstances can we start him? Um. Okay. Would you That's rather true. spend two hundred and fifty dollars Tavius Murray or six hundred sixty-seven dollars on Taysom Hill? I hate this question. This is like, would you rather like sleep with your dad or with your mom? Like, it's just. <laughs> Awful well, let, hypothetical. Let, let me ask you guys a, a better question then. In the like, in most of my leagues, I would say I'm like 700 plus fab. At what like, and let's say we're getting closer to the turf. Do you start adding second defenses for like week 16 purposes? Like, are you like, is that part of your equation at all? What What are you doing with that fab that part of the season? I guess. Whatever. We're a couple weeks. I don't out. think you should ever burn fab on meaningless bullshit. So, like, while you can, you know, maybe do look ahead ads at defense, no one else really does that. So, if you want to do that, you should still spend one dollar. No, I'm like, talking about like you want a defense for week 16. You're trying to win the million dollars. Liam, you have, you have Liam. A team that's going to make it. No, you could dude. do that. You can do that in like the last bid because no one you're, or maybe like two <laughs> weeks ahead. Like you're not competing with any. You're just burning a roster spot for no reason to do that because no one else does that. But you're not going to use all the depth of your roster weeks. 50 I mean, you should seven. like it, you. You shouldn't handicap your roster for no reason. Yeah, and you need some low-owned guys if you're out of first, I guess. Yeah, it's just going to be hard to imagine starting them, and if they have the ceiling to catch up. I will. I will say though, to your point, Liam, I think there is probably more thorough in-game thinking that should should be done as far as roster prep and getting stuff 
ready in optimizing even those little small things with kicker and defense brother and... i got obj on all these rosters We're oh holding. My, no, that, that's a bridge I, this is this is why this is like owning teams with liam is like on one hand it's good and then on the other hand he's talking about odell in week six so it's just I, and do you know why i mean do you know why liam has odell in these teams he was at the buffalo airport so liam is like <laughs> So Liam, Liam's like, dude, I got to spend three bucks on Odell. Hey, God, I want to know how drunk you are, Liam. Who would you rather stash, Traylon Burks or Odell Beckham? I mean. God damn I, it. The pause is so <laughs> concerning. I think it has to be like, I have a lot of Burks and I'm not really sure. Whatever. Let's say both are Odell's in the Rams. Traylon Burks is on the Titans. It's week 16. Both are fully healthy. Who do you want there? That's got to be Odell, right? No, no, no. If, no, if Burks, if, if, if Burks if, is if even, OBJ is fully healthy. He's what he was last year. Because Liam, they have the thirty-first graded pass blocking line. They, uh, they I know. fucking protect Stafford to save their lives. Yeah, I'm taking Odell. Yeah, yeah what? right. Thank you, Gretch. No, the Titans are, are a are really big. shitty passing. Yeah, like are you guys, you're so are the Rams. The Titans. I, I mean, the, the Rams need a second player to, to step up. The Titans need Alan a first Robinson player. Becomes the tight end blocks a little bit. I, if I, Burks, I, mean, if, I think if you Burks look at all the volume that Tyler Higgins getting underneath, and I can see the argument for Odell if he can come back and act like Allen Robinson needs to just get cut, like outright. He's not going to. He has a huge contract, but they got nothing. If if Burks is in the range of guys you're considering starting in week 16, that means he's smashing. It's not. It's yes. like it's not like a. Yes. It's not like a. Oh, should we start Deontay Johnson or Traylon Burks? It's like yes. Traylon Burks just ripped off eight catches for 120 yards and a touchdown. But I mean, he just had and a high ankle sprain during he's a three-week sprint. Like he just he had a high ankle sprain and went to IR. Like we're not even sure he'll be back after turf four. Toe. How Which healthy high ankle sprains linger? It derailed. It's like a that. turf toe. It's not a high ankle sprain. Oh, but right. I, I mean. I, I don't even think that might be better. It, Turf toe right. can also it can work. linger as well. Yeah, yeah. I, my concern is how long does it take him to get back to healthy? And then in this offense, like I, I kind of feel like this is going to wind up being a little bit of a wasted year for him. Well, but the I, the I I agree with the that, hypothetical man. is I they're both healthy. The, most, the hypothetical is they're both healthy. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. I guess I don't really think. I mean, before. is it like the Burks we've seen so far, <laughs> or is it this Burks that we hope he is? You we know? don't know. Like, we don't I mean, know, Burks was, we don't know. Burks That's was, part of the hypothetical. Oh, no, Burks looks OBJ well. because we know OBJ is good and we don't know. Like, no, like Burks looks sweet. Yeah, Burks, Burks has a much higher ceiling as the alpha in at the end of the season if he can get healthy. Then. Burks was breaking out earlier than a lot of us thought he would <coughs> before he yeah. He led. He led all right. I mean, that Rams line is just disastrous. It is. So I, I guess the reason I was saying I would side with Liam is just that idea of the haves and have nots for like, I just, the Titans off, pass offense in December, like they, they held down AJ Brown for a long time. Uh, Burks Malik has to Willis be, could be starting, you know? I don't think that's going to happen personally, but that would be bad either. for Burks though. But that would be bad for Burks. I agree. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> Stafford can support receivers. That's just what I was thinking. But anyway. Can he know, OBJ also did that? tear his ACL in February, by the way. So. You know, in terms of the health stuff, I don't yeah, know like that. look how look at Godwin. Godwin is not back to full strength, and he tore his a whole six weeks before Odell did. I I, I think Odell is a, a dog to post a twenty fantasy point game in the year of our Lord twenty twenty two. Yeah, I mean, the, again, the, the, sure. I, I focus more on the Odell fully healthy part of the hypothetical. Oh, I, I wanted. 
this is probably uh, if you will play in the FFPC main event and you're in my leagues, stop listening right now. <laughs> at, at what point are you guys considering starting to throw a buck on Deshaun Watson on tour? You've been trying to just survive at quarterback. I've been I've missed. been talking about Watson for two weeks. Or three I, weeks. Like I, I, I just put I I just got Watson in one where we drafted Russell Wilson, who is like the worst quarterback. I feel like I've it's kind of a life. sucker play, personally. I mean, I, you're, you're wasting a roster spot for the entire regular season in these like mains. Well, I mean, and then when like so when do you start it? He's got what is it? Eleven game suspension? I don't think you're starting in week twelve. I mean, I that's, think you are. If, if Russell that's Wilson you is your alternative, one one, baby, don't have to think about this. If Russell Wilson is your alternative, I think the it could be anything even a both okay. with Deshaun Watson seems a lot better. Agreed. In those scenarios, I guess. I think you're starting in the first week. He's back. I feel like he could also just be not very good towards the end of this year. I've I mean, been the Browns' s- offense is pretty pretty conducive Brissette's to him doing coming all right. in and playing. Yeah, well. Brissett's, Brissett's doing all right. You got to yeah. assume he's in good shape. You got to assume there's also. I absolutely hate to go there with this because Watson fucking sucks, and so do the Browns. But there is going to be a little bit. I mean, football guys, a little bit of that. Fuck you. Like everyone's, you know, yada yada. We're, you know, us versus them type shit. Like they're gonna, there's gonna be a little bit of running up the score and stuff. I think, especially in this first. Amari looks back. good. And Joku uh, looks good. And Joku looks good. I think DPJ should be a, a player that people are adding more for when Watson so, returns. This was That's something else I was looking at right now. Watson. I think during the bye weeks, I think you end up tossing him back. But I, but I don't mind it. If you, yeah. This is something else I was looking at Watson. His schedule after he gets back, he's at the Texans the first game, which everyone's talked about. That's indoors. If you're willing to start him as very first game back, I mean, I, I guess it can make sense. Seems goes, like probably the right spot to start him. He goes <laughs> at the Bengals in December. Not yeah, like horrible works. necessarily, but could be not great weather. Then they're back home in Cleveland for two more games in December. You get the wind. Remember last year, late last year, the freaking Cleveland games, they had multiple games. We couldn't even play the passing So games. bad, yeah. Two home yeah. games against the Ravens and Saints. Pretty good defenses. And then the – Championship week. You it's can just pass all the Ravens. It's five weeks. The last Geno one Smith is... also just went off against the Saints. I, I, I'm not buying this bear well, I think the win part is legit, but these Well, let's talk about in practice. It's, it's three I, outdoor games in a row in Ohio. Yeah. Like, that, I, actually, that's fair. That's fair. I actually think he makes sense more for teams who already have, let's say, a top seven or eight quarterback. Because if you're rostering him as part of a committee, I think you need him as part of three QB committee. Because if you have two dust ball quarterbacks like we do with Zach Wilson and Pickett, you need to be playing matchups with those yeah. guys mostly. And so then he needs to be your third QB. And then the opportunity cost starts right. to get higher. Whereas if you have like Lamar Jackson and you want to toss him on as like your upside hammer, I get it more. But I don't know if you want to be carrying. I, I, Kyler I might know. be the guy like where you're kind of Kyler. Like, mm. yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know because it's like maybe you guys just drafted a lot more stars than me. But I got like I'm just holding some running backs that could fall into situations. You know, like, and I guess you could just. Who drop do you think one. you're talking to, dude? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, or, or yeah, wide receivers. Early, right? But like, <laughs> what I'm saying is, if you're just holding a quarterback instead of one of those darts that could. We that need could those hit. ready back darts, though. <laughs> the whole point with those I running backs that. is to have a lot of them because you don't know what's going to happen. The, the team, the team where I added Watson, we have Ramondre and Eckler as our running backs, so we're we're doing less of the lottery ticket stuff, but our quarterbacks are Wilson, Goff, and now we just dropped Philip Lindsay, Sean Watson. So you're going to carry Adam and our team, Davis, and dropped Goff. No, what I was thinking with Watson is that you don't do it on the on the Kyler team. You do it on the Pickett team, but with the idea that you're going to like start Pickett, and if Pickett's not doing it, you're cutting Pickett. 
and you're going and picking up Carson Wentz, and you're you're just like straight up. Streaming. No, Liam Liam watched Liam watched Pickett at a truck stop. He's not worried about Pickett <laughs> not doing it. You know, it's gonna be fine. Liam, will you just will you admit Welcome something Senator. right now? If the Bills didn't play the Steelers last week and you didn't watch Kenny Pickett grinding his film in a truck stop, you wouldn't give a shit about him this week. Well, I don't think I'd know all the context of, of what was happening. Where I mean, box score watchers, they're like, Kenny Pickett threw three picks against the Jets. All of those were you, off his wide receiver's hands. You're only right? not a box score watcher because this was the Bills game. Uh you know, that's not really that important, Pat. You know, like, we're, we're trying to say facts here. Also, I heard a young Ben Gretsch last week on, on this very show say, Pickett could be good, you know? Like, so, respected Gretsch, Bill Gretsch Grinder, loves Pickett. We, we were in on Pickett in before the truck stop game is what Why we're trying to say. Gretsch yeah, like, there's a, there's a... We were talking about how he looked good at the preseason because we were grinding the preseason film over here. You know, got the Ben Gretsch stamp of approval. It got the Liam iWatch in the Welcome Center of Florida approval against the Buffalo Bills defense, the best defense in football, which if we did a main event, we would have that on our team. Um, so, you know, arrows up. Also, I'm sorry, but when Daniel Jones is your alternative, what are you missing out on? 10 points. Robinson fantasy coming back points and sending him to the moon. Unless Liam, what's causing Tony? the echo in, on your your audio? Because you're yelling yeah. right into He's the mic, here. the point that it's peaking, but yet there's an echo. You look really good. I get this a lot. Too. I don't know, Mike. <laughs> there's, it's crazy that there's an echo. He's in a cavernous room. I mean, when you win a million dollars <laughs> and your fucking office is the size of a small town Mike's home. Mike's not even on, buddy. <laughs> it is on. Just... <laughs> a quick a, a quick I... run through shows that I just got Pierre Strong in. I think every league. So. Nice. Uh, go, right, go Jackrabbits. We got another fair amount, at least. I am not with the fab reports. I'm just looking at my <laughs> rosters. Uh, Is the problem from you speaking? I got a bunch. I checked my teams with Sean. No, sorry. Got... You're the, it's not like a feedback echo. You just sound like... Liam. The, the actual the acoustic answer is because you are speaking. There's no wall behind you, right? Like if you rearranged your desk and had your computer. Well, some would wall, say my 49 inch monitor is quite the wall, but <laughs> I, I checked my teams with uh, Sean just now, and, and he did not get my message because we have very little fab left and lots of days of help. <laughs> wow, God, I guess Sean oh, likes you. Wedding. You have you have real alpha. Uh, on your and you know you know by the way that that Sean it's a good bid because he's not doing it for Twitter Cloud because he doesn't care about Twitter Cloud so that means those are really good strong Twitter bids. Cloud doesn't pay the bills I'm not doing anything for speak, Twitter speak for yourself then can you yeah. stop these engagement farming threads if it's not paying the bills Liam I mean my God uh, uh, that's like a directional play to get some eyes on the YouTube that I'm half in half out on you know yeah when was the last time you did a YouTube video Liam. Last week, I did a breakdown. I think I I nailed the Gabe Davis week. I said if he if he is a if he is a, cool a, a broken practice, clock, he got a, a broken clock, Liam. Four, four, four times a year. Four times a year. Of all the build. things that you would have nailed, I, nailed I also said I'm either playing Ramondre or Damian Harris in all my lineups, and I'm playing Brees Hall. You know. Now what 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 would you say got you on Gabe Davis, Liam? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Place for the Bills. I also said the Bills are a team that does not mind running up the score, especially early in the season. They want to get their offense right. You know, like teams with these new pieces, the Chiefs. Liam, Liam, Chiefs, Bills this week, buddy. The Bills should be like 10 point favorites. Yeah, they actually should be. (laughs) 
They, I, I actually have a very similar take. I was surprised. I, I mean, I would never. I would. And never stop playing bringbacks against them in DFS. Like the Chiefs are a little bit different, but people forcing bringbacks against the Bills are missing the mark. Although the Pickens bring bring back at that cost last week was fine. That worked, but that's only because the Bills knew they were playing Only because Kenny Pickett's good and I saw No, they they played man defense when usually they play zone. They're like, all right, this is a rookie. We can do literally whatever. And so let's let our rookie corner get stuck. Yes, Stephanie. Damn. Cash. Cash play right there. How how bummed out out are you going to be if that Bills bag fumble this game, though? Like, I don't know how they lose other than, like, 75 (laughs) kickoff fumbles. You know, like – um, well, they are playing the greatest quarterback in the history of this. No, Josh Allen is the best quarterback and people need to get hip to that. Why, why is his adjusted yards per attempt so low? If he's the best quarterback Yo, we're going to see on Sunday. All right, brother. No, we're, we're not going to see the bills are going to win. It's, it's just not a referendum. Can we get a mayoral bet between best? you guys? No, because I, I, I am very realistic. The chiefs, this is a rebuilding year. They traded away their best player on offense other than their quarterback for a first round pick. They saved some salary and their quarterback's good enough to win them the division anyways, but they're, they're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. This is not is a okay. rebuilding year. Is Juju hurt at all or is he just done? He's like, done. I think he's, he's a little, he's he's a little it's, banged it's, up. Yeah. Right? No, he's he's just he cannot generate any separation, and every target that should go to the area of the field where he can actually win just goes to Travis Kelsey instead because Kelsey's so much better. That he can generate separation, but he has to leap through the air and fall <laughs> to the ground. That's the only move he's got. I'm gonna give a take that the Bills are gonna get way more money this week, and it's a fish bet, and the Chiefs are gonna win at home. Well, I mean, Mahomes oh. in his Mahomes in his career has See you never. Sunday, brother. Hope your Twitter Mahomes... can take it. Uh, we... <laughs> it's gonna be a good game. Like it's not gonna be a blowout. I see. I actually had the opposite take. I think that both of these head coaches know how because uh, this will, the winner of this game will get the one seed in the AC, uh like a huge percentage of the time, and so both of these coaches I think are actually gonna play pretty tight. I I don't think I I I don't think that. It's going to be like, you know, let's throw 70-yard bombs to Gabe Davis, Susan. I think the Chiefs could, like, I think the over-under, maybe you take the under, but the problem is the Bills could score 40 by themselves. And so then... <laughs> I like the Bills a lot. I guess I'm a fish. I like the Bills a lot. I think the the Chiefs, their inability to stretch the field against a team that doesn't blitz and they drop all their defenders back in coverage, like, that they're, seems like a real problem. They're going to make them, yeah, they're going to make them, kill them down the field with, like, Juju and Kelsey. Yeah. And... They are just going to have Von Miller and, you know, Greg Rousseau coming off the edge. And Von Miller is much Wait, better well, than what we saw. That? The Greg Rousseau, is that two R-O-U-S-S-A-A-N. If If the Josh Allen Bills never win a Super Bowl, how would that impact you emotionally as a person? Well, they already won me a million bucks, so shout out Josh. I, I uh, literally, I literally, I literally think you would maybe prefer them winning the Super Bowl. You yourself winning a million dollars? You know, I usually strictly in DFS stack the bills. It's a pretty good tactic. You guys God should, damn it, dude. You guys should follow This guy's going to win another he's, million. He's, he's won far more money than me million. this year. Play DFS, just fucking jamming No, I've been getting killed in DFS week. other than last week. I would, you know, but because no. I was like. Where did you get your idea? <laughs> I should not have been playing Gabe Davis when his practice report goes limited practice, did not practice. 
limited practice. Like I should not have been doing that. But once he was full practices, he's back. You know, um, who's, your, uh, who's, who's, your, who's your Bills bring back this week? Like for the who am I bringing back on the Chiefs side? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, are you not playing yeah. the oh, uh, side? You're playing. You're not, you're not triple stacking Mahomes and choosing a Bills bring back. <laughs> if I do bring back Chiefs, I'm bringing back McKinnon because I think they're going to be down and they're going to need like to get one. points that way. Yeah, and I'll, I, I mean, I think giving up. I think you're giving up way too many projected points at running back this week. That's you guys uh, are making, this this projected points in fucking tournaments. Up- you guys are making my case for me, which is that every week we say that Vegas is an efficient market and we should really have a sharp eye on the spots where everyone thinks. And I thought it right away looking at it like, eh, maybe the Bills should be higher. But like when everyone well, thinks this so is, should be higher. Grant, the Bills are also was, getting pieces back. They're getting yeah, a lot of pieces I, back hey, that they've not I bet, I bet that's priced not that? I bet that's priced in. No. I don't think the public knows <laughs> that. And the public's Grant, the one who's betting Gretch, you know what this is? It's the Lions Patriots game from last week where your dumbass buddy who does 16 same game parlays a week is like, I can't believe the Lions are dogs to the Patriots with Bailey Zappi and they get shut out. That's totally what it is. Except it's the opposite. Everyone wants to play the Bills side. You're saying that's going to happen to the Chiefs, but everyone is looking at this and going, How are the Bills only two and a half point favorites? They should be 10 point favorites. Yeah, but it's not over the key number. Like, you're not getting three with KC. You basically need them to win. Like, if it goes to three, maybe. I think there's a lot of people that hate Buffalo that are like, oh, Patrick Mahomes, home dog. I don't think so. Like, I don't think we're tapped into this public that's Hey, just just at me, Liam. (laughs) You know, like like the Pat McAfee people watching and betting, like, if he's going to come out and be like, Patrick Mahomes at home. You know, Nez is right. I've already heard this multiple times this week people love this narrative Mahomes yeah, the home dog true. first time ever I, I mean if I, did, if I did if I did if I did just offer you a blind wager for the rest of your life you get you get a, a five unit bet every time Patrick Mahomes is a home underdog until he retires you you end up how much ahead on that where are we at on is the Chiefs defense good because I thought to start the season they're not they're they're, they were, they're not good no they're not no, looking they're, that way. they're no good and they've been no good they won a super bowl with a terrible defense it doesn't matter well but no but at the end of last season they were very bad like that's different than well what... here's the thing the, this defensive coordinator that they have very inside football here steve spagnolo he's just insanely aggressive which really pays off the three times a year it pays off and then when you're sending zero blitzes with both of your Dime corners rushing the quarterback, and Josh Allen reads that. Uh, I mean, you're dusted, right? So, I want to be clear too because Dalton had that comment. I should make it official. I'm not going to be taking the Chiefs, I'm not advocating bet the Chiefs. I wanted to bet the Bills, but that was like, I'm not, I'm just going to stay away from this game. Well, the Bills should be minus I, 10, so minus two and a half, good value. Do you so, think so it's a big saying, deal the line moved from one and a half to two and a half? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a moderately big deal, yeah. No, it's not, it's not across like a major point. Yet. I, yeah, I, yeah, it doesn't I matter guess. till it gets to three. I would say if it gets to Bills minus three, I, I, I just sorry, I was I, trying to poo poo. I, I didn't know if I thought Pat was saying it was a big deal. Well, because, so because I, I guess that if it open it, my point is if it open at one and a half, because you're saying we should be siding with Vegas, I guess I'm saying like I feel like you still kind of are getting an okay line relative to what Vegas thought it was worth now, like you're not having to cross a key number. If it goes to three, then I would agree with the take that you're now – it's kind of a sucker bet at three. It opened at one and a half. You're siding with the public to bet, you know. Liam, Liam already said – You take Liam, the bills at two and a half, you're still 
I, said, I don't think bad, it's bad to line. take the Bills at two and a half. It's not bad yet. It might get bad. I teased it up to Bills minus ten. Got great value. Yeah, he got he got he got, <laughs> he, got, he, got he got Bills minus ten on the alternate line on DraftKings. <laughs> Do you have any of your billion dollars left? <laughs> I, live, I live in florida i'm not allowed to sports bet <laughs> wow 65 percent of bets on the chiefs so far from travis here. okay that's, but isn't that's that, what isn't, i didn't expect isn't yeah. that very flawed though like that doesn't account for all books like and is that like i don't know i feel like those i feel like that number that gets reported is always flawed yeah i, I thought it was going to be like 80 and sports books don't have any incentive to be honest like they can just send out a lie <laughs> liam question for you are you ripping are you ripping battle royales and stuff are you in the weekly underdog streets i've had a weird start to the nfl season where i've had like three weddings and two birthdays so like i I just haven't had a lot of time that i usually would um so i have not been grinding those as much i was on the badge bros last week that was a ton of fun i want to do that more especially if i keep getting killed in dfs but uh you know i think think it's fun i gotta give two shout outs uh one uh Obviously, stat chasing here. Sam and Connor have been doing a great job with that. That releases for YouTube members every Tuesday night and then available to everyone else on Wednesdays. And they go through the league from an analytic perspective and then kind of funnel it through the lens of Battle Royales, the resurrection, which is about to close. And then, of course, what Liam just mentioned to the Badge Bros, they got their YouTube channel doing awesome stuff over there. Nez in the chat tonight, one of the Badge Bros, John Warner, knew me who gets bumped for the overlays. Uh, they got a good crew. Over there. So, yeah, if you're looking for content on the weekly contest, highly, highly recommend the Badge Bros. Yeah, I'm trying to do, like, Thursday, I think. Liam, why don't you just buy, like, the most expensive Josh Allen Rainmaker? That feels, like, literally right up. Bro, I've been in in these Rainmaker streets and only in the elite tier. That is an up and down. uh, Not if you have have Josh Allen and Gabe Davis. Well, the rainmaker. First off, there's no money in the rainmaker tier. It's in the like that's a whole other discussion. This whole rainmakers thing, but I'm in the elite tier where you can actually win. I'm a I'm a large field GPP guy, not like a twenty man field pay twenty. You're not battling Brandon Adams for CryptoPunks, is what you're saying? No, I'm not trying to battle Smiz and Brandon Adams, and I don't know that that guy came off unlikable. Uh, Jason Robin or whoever whoever's the guy Matt Kalish, the guy who's like he's just like changing his story every fucking week. Like he's panders to one crowd if he's speaking to them, then panders to another crowd. They can't get best ball fucking live scoring on DK. They got the but they got rainmakers up and running. Like what the he fuck? A run. He just dropped like seven names, just throwing <laughs> out a list of grievances. Bro, I've been watching this like, poker cheating scandal for Can, weeks yeah, on Joe Egan's podcast. Yeah, what's you guys going are on not tuned huh? into that. that shit is that like is a real insane. thing? Like that she cheated. So she she cheated. She no, 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 All these no, fucking no, 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 are getting no, 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 Liam. Davis, fuck I actually play poker. Fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, I'm out. Did you say I actually play poker? Well, be okay, okay, because I'm sorry, but like, you're hearing, it got picked up by some crowds that are like, Yes, oh. Liam, I'm going to stop you from getting canceled and explain it in a way that is non-cancelable. So, if you were unaware. Me. I don't make any money in public. I bet. Don't don't so, say you can't cancel me. Just let Davis Liam, explain. Liam, <laughs> Liam, Liam is correct that this specific poker story did get picked up by a lot of like blue check liberal New York Times style writers who basically interpreted the story as this woman won a hand of poker she was not supposed to win, and their interpretation of it was very like Gelman amnesia, in the sense that they have no expertise in this area, but they just assume 
because of the ingrained sexism that exists and like everything in the world that people were just mad that this was a woman. Then all these poker players explain like, actually X, Y, and Z cheating is a pretty big deal in poker. This is a situation where it could have happened. And it makes no sense for her to play the hand this way because of X, Y, and Z. And they're like, nah, she didn't cheat. And then, I mean, obviously there, there is like literally hundreds and hundreds of hours of content about this. This is where I'm at, Liam. She cheated. I'm about, I'm about 60% cheated. 40% not cheated is my, is my, because here's the, my, my, my biggest takeaway is that it would just be such a bizarre spot to cheat. They are dumb. They are dumb. I don't think they're, no, they are like dumb they're... enough that they think they can pull. No, the, because the... if there's too many people, there's too many Did, people involved. Chat, we literally me, don't chat, have enough time. Chat, you know, we have a lot of people watching tonight. Just let, if you guys want this poker talk, I'll fucking indulge it. I actually find it interesting. I have no clue if you I've, guys I've, I've got, I've got deep down this rabbit hole too. I think it's interesting. I, I think everyone has any interest in poker at all. all. I think I think this has now reached a like broad interest level. There was a front page yes. article in the New York Times about this girl. Yeah. L.A. Times too. Um, this is not neat. I anymore. did not know it was on the New York Times and all this. I, I didn't realize it got this big. It, 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 well, Robbie 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 Lou is her name. Uh, she, let she me talk on... about a couple characters in the story, if you would. So first off, you have to check into Joe Ingram's uh, YouTube channel, Joe Ingram One. Yeah, just Let carve out sixty hours to watch his six ten hour live stream. <laughs> well, this is what Great I'm saying. Rack, is, this man is insane. Where he's doing thirteen hour live streams every single night, investigating. And what's so brilliant is he refuses to come off as like he has a side. And anyone who's accused of cheating and to such a degree would know it's obvious. You shut the fuck up and you don't go on a bunch of YouTube channels and whatnot. And so, but this this lady, Robbie Jade Lou, is taking the opposite idea. She, clearly, she has an eye for fame, and she's coming on the pod. She's she's attacking people. She's changing her story left and right. Um, everything has is drop. Oh, that's, keep that's going. A, keep going. The, the chat the chat likes this. So the, let's, uh, let's so do it. yeah, she's changing her story left and right. You have Nick Vertucci, who please don't show me this is all allegedly, but. Allegedly ran some like kind of like Trump University type scams where he's like robbing people of like real estate type things and is now running this live stream game. And you have Robbie who cheated this guy, Garrett, who was the worst survivor player ever, apparently, out of $130,000. And then you have this guy that came out and got caught stealing $15,000 from her chip stack during the live stream, which, which they found while surveying the security footage to see if anything crazy happened that he was working there and he took money off her stack from the table why would he be so she's well let's talk about live that, on let me, yeah so she's <laughs> she's cheating live on a poker stream mm -hmm. and yes. this guy from what i've watched on this is kind of not just in on this but like the guy feeding her the information the inside guy so he takes the this opportunity to steal money from her on camera yeah, he's as a, a commit a crime on camera while they're engaged in a separate <laughs> crime that. together to cheat on also on camera. I just, I guess, like that part of it is like, no, no, no Pat, so do not easy to me. Remove the logic. Like people keep on trying to apply their own personal logic. Like, well, why, why did would he you steal choose these spots from her? Well, he is so a Pat, degenerate. He's like, like a Pat, true degenerate. 
I think there, I think there's a logical explanation though of she was giving, she gave the money back to Garrett. And if he was in on the cut and he was worried about getting his full cut, he might be like, I'm going to go fucking grab my cut right off the table. No, what I'm saying is he's a true degenerate. I'm giving the money back to Garrett. Yes. Before he stole the money. And he let out a scream in the backstage. Like a, <laughs> oh, I missed that. Here's the like, I actually heard that. There yeah. was an alleged, in the, he was backstage and was like really upset. He goes, money, my money that I held. My money that I just And if you do the math, 15K of 135 is like whatever, 10%, 15%, whatever it is, like a reasonable cut number. And then I don't got, know. Here's another question. Because I actually, this other I, guy. Just that you got okay. this other guy who works for the company that's different than the guy who took the money. Who is a con? You should not who be hired, plays, by the way. Who plays uh, on some streams for money? And I got sent this spreadsheet that is like his results by seat. Yeah. So he, th- this guy, we'll get to this character. We're not, we're not. And this him. is the seat two versus other is the br- the total breakdown. Oh, come on, Zoom, come on. So this oh, is talking oh, about seat two. He crushes right. And, and that's what Robbie was in, was seat two. And for those who don't know, seat two is an easier seat to cheat from for several reasons. Whatever reason. It, yeah. There, I mean, who cares what the reason is? There's obviously something going on with seat two or that, that spreadsheet makes it seem as if there is. And, and I mean, like this Nick Fertucci character. What's going like, on with seat two? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have some, like you have people asking innocent questions like, you know, hey, like, and he's like attacking them, like so defensive, which like, I guess that could be an emotional response you have. But I mean, what do you, what do you make to her? Cause again, like juxtaposed against the Mike Postle stuff where he kept a really low profile lawyered up, you know, went under the radar. Robbie's like fucking getting blasted and going on Ingram's podcast. Like this is I very mean, bizarre behavior. This is not a joke where she said things like, I mean, she, she's clearly angling for fame, but she said things yeah. like, maybe I'll drop a sex tape. Maybe I'll start like, like, so I don't know. Is it OnlyFans money? I don't fucking know why she's doing this. I think she is insane and she clearly like feeds off attention and she has it all wrapped up. Do you around. think they're legit rich, like her husband, the metaverse lawyer, or you think they're fake rich? I think she's definitely fake rich. Like, I think he maybe is rich, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, you don't get staked 150K because you're gaga rich. By the way, how rich do you have to be to just stake someone 100K? Like proper bankroll management, what is that? Like, are you worth $200 million? Are you like, what is the number to do that where you have this other cowboy hat character guy who staked her, who apparently they're having uh, extramarital affairs? Which is kind of important because are you saying they're married to other people or they're just hooking yes, up? Yes, they're married to other people. Okay, all right. Well then that's but is then good. he's staking her in the game and like they're like signaling each other during the game. It's like how many crazy things have to be explained until you're just like I've met people like this in my life. I know a pathological liar and shady people when this happens. Like, this is insane. Like, and I legitimately don't understand. Like, you had some smart people come on Joe Ingram's pod who's like, it would be really hard to cheat in chess and poker. And it's like, okay, first off, you're not a chess player, but it would be so easy to cheat in over-the-board chess. It would be as simple as sticking a buzzer in your shoe, in your person. Or, 
where wherever whatever hole on your body and just literally buzzing when there's an, a move to find and the person cheating in chess because obviously they're a little connected here it like they're good enough at chess that if they were signaled that there is a move to find they could find it where like but they might not know to look for that move unless they were told and so it would be so easy to do that like incredibly easy security at chess tournaments is so fucking lax uh, you know, like this is like there there is none at all. And it's like a lock that the the chess guy cheated, right? Like he's completely well that it's unquestionable he cheated online. And then yeah. this thing came out that uh from chess.com, my former employer. Um I don't I do not have any inside knowledge. I do not have any talking to anyone, but they have a business relationship with Magnus, right? Yes, they do. So this yeah. is complicated where, I mean, in one hand, maybe Garrett and Magnus threw a hissy fit essentially and like freaked out and lost their brains. In the other hand, maybe they know cheating is happening and they're running the gambit of just like, let's blow it up. Let's get some eyes here. You can't prove someone got buzzed once or twice a game. No cheat detection is going to catch that over the board. It's not as easy. Like when someone cheats online, it's really easy. It's like, where does their mouse click? Like, how, how do they play? You know, like, it's just much easier to cheat, to catch a cheater yeah. online than over the board. Wait, um, so can I can I ask about the poker yes. thing? Because yes. I don't play poker. I understand, like, how to play Texas Hold'em, but I'm yeah, not yeah. good Hey, at yeah, what was the, Pat, what was the one in Vegas when you had quads? And you, what did you, how did you misplay your quads, I remember? Did you get, like... I got, yeah, I fucked it up somehow. I didn't, I didn't, I don't know. You got know like the least amount of value you could out of your quads. <laughs> yeah, because I, I didn't get people I think you called, to... you called on the river with quads as opposed to raising. Oh, and they yeah. will, uh, I don't know they'll actually the give doing. you a penalty for that too, usually. Well, if... I was penalty worthy. I don't, again, I don't know how to play poker in terms of the, like the bet sizing, when to raise, when to call, any of that shit. But from what I understand, so sh what she does, right, she, is like going in she's going further into this hand where she's a dog based on what they're showing on the site or you know on the on the stream yeah. they're showing like he has a 54% chance or whatever to win this hand and she's making a stand on this hand no but if you're in her shoes to explain you would think you're never you're ever, right. ever 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 like win 1% chance if you you think because you're going to get more information on the following card no no you just you like said jack high because what's on she the board is hands. 10, 10, 9, 3. But so, does she know his hand for sure? No, no well, you don't know that. So she, she had him. She, to make the play, she would have thought he was bluffing. But there was other ways he could have been bluffing. Still but he, been no, but here's her. the thing is, if you think that he's bluffing, every single bluff is better than the hand she right. has. That's what I was saying. When you so you would, you, sorry. <laughs> but even with would, the hand that he did have, she was a dog. You would have to he had know. A flush jar or something, exactly. Right? And you would have to yeah. exactly know that was his hand. And so, yeah, well, you basically had to have him on a, a straight and eight, seven of clubs. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, even or, then, why did she play it? Well, because so there's two th there's two ways to cheat. Either one, she's getting buzzed, you're you're ahead, or maybe she's being told you're ahead and then signaled but fold. Like if if the guy cheating only knows the graphics of the cards, in another sense, maybe they know the runouts, maybe they know the mm. future cards. Mm. And so you, that seems so much harder. 
that seems really hard, but there's ways to do that. There's ways to do that with. Um, I saw that a lot, but how? What would the ways be to do that? How would you know the depth? So they're like, I mean, it really depends what system they're running. You could have uh, tech that basically has the ability to like see through the cards and shit like that, or you could um, what like when it's in the automatic shuffler. There's like things that's going to tell you future. I did. Street. I did hear there was a automatic shuffler installed like two months before and that there's a lot of weird shit that someone had like a camera or some shit in there i think it does make it makes a ton of sense that she was told you have the best hand but not smart enough to know it's such an absurd spot that if you want to keep this ruse going you fucking fold like you fold fold jack high yeah and it goes it goes back to this thing people talked about with postal i think haralabob mentioned it on one of the ingrams it makes it scary of knowing if there were less stupid cheaters how long this shit could go on where you just win at a 55% clip, a 60% clip and you don't fucking blow it in the most obvious spots like this. Or you just target an actual poker player. Who's a little down on their luck and like willing to do shady shit. Like don't target a pure person like Robbie to pull the, the scam who comes off as like crazy fun player. Just choose someone that you would never ever suspect when something unusual happened. You just be like, Oh wow. What a crazy <laughs> play. You know, like, yeah. Like I agree. There, there there could be a lot of cheating in a lot of different ways in poker um that that people don't Do you think, think of. we ever get clarity or does this go like the the Well, I mean like situation uh, so like yeah, like, like a lot to me didn't make like a lot of people were like, "Oh, well, how come no one came forward because there's like two billionaires or at least one billionaire, Bill Perkins and I don't know how rich Harop, Harold Bopus is professional Harry sports Potter. Yeah, but <laughs> Anyways, he they both put up 100K, and people are like, oh, well, they didn't claim the bounty. Um, hello, if people are indicted in this cheating thing, those people have a lot more than 250K and probably are risking their lives to like come out and out some of these nefarious characters if something like that is happening. You know, like people you don't want to fuck around with is my guess. Um, I don't know. It's crazy, man. I've been enjoying the 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 Joe Ingram streams and yeah i guess it's just like crazy drama but it to me it was clear from the beginning there was cheating and i was shocked that people were like oh bayesian probability like bayesian logic is it more and then they've totally flipped that to be like well actually now it's more likely that she is cheating because everything she explains wait isn't that bayesian uh, updating your prior more information well, in the beginning, it was like, okay, is it most likely that she just God, is a fun imagine player? Imagine changing your mind using logic. Because <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, like, what to do so is imagine someone has a gun to your head and what's right. <laughs> Did she cheat or not? Yeah, uh, it's 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 wild. Uh, it, I'm like happy for the because po- for poker community too, where they're like they've lost this era of having the characters, the Antonio Esfandiari's and the Unabomber and fucking Doyle Brunson. Like they're in this era where they're like it's all GTO solver bot type stuff. So this is their Super Bowl. Like these scandals, like the Mike Pop, like Joey Egram went underneath the radar for like a year and a half. And then it's just like, all right, we're gonna rip content. Like, I'm, I'm happy that those guys have something. Yeah, to like Negradu <laughs> won the high roller bowl, and no one it was cares. like, no one cares, dude. Like, no. good, good for you. You know, good like job. it's yeah. cheating scandal. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, we have to mention that she handed the money back after. Yeah, which... when they like, 
When she's balancing her range as a cheater, so I'll tell you that. There's much. two stories to that. Garrett said that they went back and had a discussion. And I mean, I don't know. I doubt that Garrett is worth two hundred million dollars where he can just drop a million dollars on the table every night and play. I bet he is staked by some cash rich people who you won't want to fuck around with. And maybe he said something like, uh, yeah, I don't think my backers would take kindly to this hand. And she was like, Oh shit, you're backed by them. Uh here's this Allegedly. here's this here's this money you know like i don't i'm just trying to think through like what would go through someone's head to be to do that um or maybe she just thought that it would go like i it just seems far-fetched to me that she would be like oh this will just go away if i just give this money back like no big deal here's 135 000. yeah that's actually being used as some of the evidence that she did cheat it's like if she didn't cheat she wouldn't give the money back of course like she felt guilty or i don't know i, I think she just wanted it to stop i don't I just, think she's like, stupid was... to be clear but a lot of people like i think she's a manipulator um like which the way that uh garrett described her giving the money back was like he was making he was telling her that because like he put some explanations on twitter but like he was telling her how bad this looks and how bad it's gonna look and a lot of eyeballs panic, and she yeah. started like getting really nervous and then offered to give the money back. Well, and if you do this, like just a basic logic tree, we know for a fact, she wants to be in the limelight. She's voluntarily going on a lot of shows. We know she wants to be famous. We also know that she likes poker. We also know that her rise to playing in this game was meteoric. I mean, she went from playing hundred dollar tournaments to playing in the highest, biggest cash game in the world. And so you wonder if she wants to be famous, she knows playing and she likes poker. Well, playing in that game is a good way to get there. How can she get there if she doesn't have the bankroll? Well, people who have an incentive to stake you or have a scheme that would justify putting you in that game. Like, unless she has an infinite bankroll, and that's why I go back to the thing, is she <coughs> rich? Because if she's fake rich, then it's, it's all off rich. the table. There's no way she's getting in this game. She's like rented her jewelry on the, like she doesn't own any of the, like the rings and stuff she was wearing. Um, You know, I don't know. What's the type of, what kind of scandal can we get in fantasy football akin to this? Like, well, we already had, fuck it. You had him on your show. Ethan, uh, Oh, come on. That's standard Tolbert on your show. Fucking make it 300 lineups. Okay. But that probably happens every day. Like that, like, and that's like, just assume that that should. The happen. Ethan one in 2015 was the, was this. I would say it's similar. It where... changed everything. It changed their security. They started doing geolocation. People but had like to find still, workarounds to play when they live. What in do we know States? about DraftKings? Like how do we, <laughs> how do we know that employees don't know the ownership at, in a contest moments before, or, you know, like, how do we know that? And like, I think a lot of good questions have been brought up about streaming security in poker, you know, like, I, I don't I, know. I think it's impossible for us to have it because the scandals with DFS happen behind the scenes at a computer not being recorded. Yeah, we can get data. Yeah, we could connect dots like Ethan Gate, like Bachelor Gate, but we're never going to have something on camera where Joe Ingram can go stream for 10 hours of Pruder filming and rewinding back these actions and having body language experts. I think we're on the show that would do it. I think we're on the show that would do the investigation. Y'all take shifts. I'll take the midnight to 6 a.m. shift. 
No, but it, it is like, I just think DFS is such a different, and it's also why it's so hard. I mean, DraftKings tried to do their Let's Goat series. They're trying to turn characters out of these players. It's so fucking hard to make DFS interesting to a normie. It's so hard. Well, I mean, there's definitely nefarious shit happening in DFS, like three-man collusion and, and whatever. You know, like, that's unquestionable, but I guess I don't view it the same as rigging a poker game to steal from me. You know, no, like, I'm just talking more about mass market appeal. Like there's movies like Rounders and Maverick and all the old mm. 70 Paul Newman movies. Like with DFS, there's no way to make that digestible. Like I'm just talking knows what about like, what kind of cheating could take place. I could guess. take place. Yeah. Well, let's get Mock Lovin on. We can get the Chipotle brothers. I'm sure they might have some ideas for us. Are you trying to figure out how to cheat? Is that what you're doing? No, I... <laughs> I was a teacher, brother. I'm anti-cheat, all right? <laughs> okay. I'll just, you know. Just, well, I think, <laughs> just like that I think the thing would probably be in, I mean, I've talked with this with Brian on Lulz, is there's definitely ways to cheat in DFS, but the edge that you're gaining is far less pronounced than like the edges you're getting from cheating in poker, <coughs> where it's like fucking binary. I know what you have. You could know what everyone else has in DFS. I could, if you told me the exact exposures for the Millie Maker, that would be a huge edge, and it would still take me like a hundred years to realize my equity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. like in the FFPC, I think it would be caught though if if like we're in a league and we're in a bunch of leagues together, and I'm like, drop Stefan Diggs. Like, I think that would be noticeable and caught, right? Like, I just don't, I don't see. Yeah, how- it also would be tough to. It would be so obvious, and then like the following week, all it would do is everyone would bid literally every dollar they had right? yeah. and so the and you person, might not even get them yeah if your buddy needed to get them they would have to make sure they had the most money at the time that you drop him and then they bid everything they have to get him and then what you have stefan dick like that doesn't even guarantee you any wins that doesn't guarantee no, a million dollars it seems high like effort that. high risk super obvious it's like yeah. oh you guys yeah. are buddies he dropped stefan dick you know that'd be caught instantly i mean i definitely have worries in the high stack high stakes DK best ball streets that people are colluding, but you know, like I, well, that I think is a legit worry in those where they have zero vetting process. They have zero quality control. They have no, have has DraftKings thrown out a single best ball. I don't think so. Ever. And there's definitely draft, shit ever. like that. There's of definitely course. shit like that. Well, yeah. I mean, cause I could tell you guys, I've been in these streets for three years and, and maybe people are just so rich that they don't care, which that's like so possible. But, Every year you have people just enter like a lot of lineups on auto and also their rankings are weird where maybe this person is so confident they're right or maybe whatever. But I've been like, and I don't really see how it benefits any one person you're colluding with because I'm in that draft. I'm not colluding with you and I'm trying to beat you, but like, I I don't know why someone would do that. Um, It could, it could help because you could do things like make a bad team which helps me but also fuck over other teams strategically throughout the draft you know you realize like, oh, like this guy's auto drafting weird teams you yeah. Know, like, yeah yeah and I'm at that point, you could you're definitely... an agent you're an agent of chaos you're not actually like benefiting well if you could guarantee the right. winner came from your pool your drafts of 12 every time then and like you don't know if it's going to be your partner but I don't think it's something to worry about because it's so it's so hard to do in 
best there's ball. an infinite like you're control when these guys are cheating yeah, you don't know who's going to be healthy you don't like there's there's so much e- it's so much easier to go online and poker and be like hey bro what's your cards or something you know well what they're doing is more like the analogy if they know what the cards are it would be like you literally paid off all of the bills and all of the chiefs and the coaches on how to do the play calls during that game it get like that's what the equivalent of it is of having your hand in determining like the outcome well, and, and I want to be clear. I'm talking about the $555 best ball drafts, which is like a 2K field, not the $5 DKs for anyone in the comments. Like, no one is, no one could collude a million. No, I think people are doing some shit in there. It's well, I think that, drafts in there. Where you're like, what, what the fuck is going on? You've drafted three quarterbacks in five rounds or something. Yeah, I guess it's just like, it's so far fetched that anything you do even works. Like, and that's why I love that underdog does what it does, where it shuts down teams for collusion or concerns or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Underdog does police. And we should demand that as consumers. Like it's, it's outrageous. We don't get that from DK. The poker uh, controversy. We're making a list. We're now, we're not two hours in and just like airing more grievances. I guess. (laughs) <laughs> this is this is what happens when you go down a conspiracy route. I have ADHD, but, you know, like it was bound that I brought up this thing I've been plugged into. Um, should we land the plane? I think Let's so. land it. Uh, all right, Liam, thank you for for hopping Thanks for having on. me on, guys. A pleasure as always. Good luck in your battle to start Kenny Pickett with Davis. Uh, he won. Got him on the team. <laughs> thank you for hanging out i mean if, if you guys want i can create a garrett and robbie sub thread within the ship chasing Discord. guys like and subscribe to this channel what are you doing like plug and subscribe right now plug your own channel liam come on no 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 i my content's spotty like and subscribe to ship chasers <laughs> my content's spotty <laughs> like your wi-fi at a truck stop while you're watching Kenny Pickett play. Um, Gretch, anything else on your radar? Are you going to go delete the Geno Smith bomb in the Stealing Lines Discord? <laughs> yeah, that's step one after the show. Um, not much else, man. Just pissed off about my Mariners. Excited for tomorrow to see if they can win a game. Let's get the Mariners going for Gretch. Uh, anything for you, Pat? I do got something. Yeah, I'll be on uh, Fantasy Football Happy Hour this Friday. Uh, doing a segment with Matthew Barry on the walkthrough. We're going to go through some of the games that I'm highlighting in my article. That's awesome. Very nice. Have you already picked out? Two and a half. Mortgage your house and do it. Not financial advice. (laughs) There you go. Oh, Pat, are you going to do the bid I told you about? Or you you sneak a little uh, ship-chasing paraphernalia onto the set? (laughs) Yeah, I might do. uh, Maybe I'll do. You know what I'll do? Remember back when we were with like Teespring or whatever the fuck it was? Yeah. Or Public, whatever. There's a hoodie that has the fucking ship chasing on written on the shoulder on the uh, back. The sh- yeah. So I could I could wear that hoodie. And then I just kind of Yeah, but it's like Pat, why are you doing your entire TV spot like this? <laughs> It'd be great. It'd be great for the brand. Uh all right. Appreciate you guys. Good luck with all your fucking eight hundred dollar Taysom Hill shares. Uh we'll see you guys next week.